I just announced his racist. He won both features. <laughs> <laughs> I had no recollection of that whatsoever. All right. His face came like, oh, you know, I had a pretty good evening. What the hell were you doing all that? <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, no, I know what you mean, though. That's, no, I mean, that, I think you compare that to being a driver because you, the best races you have, it's not that you don't remember, but that you don't remember all of it. Like, I can remember a lot of things. Uh, well, uh, the the traditional racer, I got, what, second or third there. Um, I can remember Harry crashing, and I can remember looking at a lot of lap traffic as we were running the high side, and I can remember, but not focusing on where I was driving. And you were right up against the wall. Uh, but you're in a different you're in a different zone. If you're conscious what you're doing, it you're you either crash or you suck. Um, but it's that so it's got to be you know real similar. To Wasn't that. in your case you did both. Usually <laughs> I try I try and do them consecutively. You know what I mean? like well, again, sporting events. When I was a goalie, mm-hmm. you know you're in that zone. And after the game, my my mom would go, "Did you hear that crowd?" I said, "I didn't hear a thing." Right. You're in that so, zone where you don't remember, and I think that's where Terry gets because. You know, he, he and I play this race quite often on YouTube because I love watching it, but I think there was a battle of two or three cars for first place, and they come across a checkered flag, and he goes, I have no idea who got fourth place. Is that Giassi's win at Cedar Lake? You, Outlaw you, weekend? It was Cedar Lake. I know it was Cedar uh, Lake. Might, that might have been James Giassi's first oh win gosh. In, in, a, in a sprint oh. car. And it was, he passed him in, in three and four. He, he did. Johnny, I think, was it Johnny? I, I, I called him the magician after that because he passed. Coming out of what, two. One of, uh, it, it, it was a Cuba, and who else was up there? Johnny. It was Johnny. JP3. And, yeah, but he, he went. I'm almost positive. On, on, so he, he's, he's like in third place, and I'm, I'm you know, I'm also in the race, and it's between, uh, uh, you know, JP3. And, Sorry, and, and and Jake, and, I think, or else Jimmy. I think it was. I think it was Jimmy. It Kuba. was Jimmy. Okay, Jimmy Cooper and and JP three Johnny Parsons, and you know it's it's gonna it's gonna come down to one of these two, and and two laps to go, the 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 orange eleven shows up, and on the I think it's the the white flag lap, he goes high out of two around who was ever in second. I think it was Jimmy, and cuts down in between them. And goes underneath JP three to get the lead on the back shoot, and it was like, "Are you kidding?" It was it was exactly that, and I I mean I just I think and I don't think it made it onto the tape, but I asked the crowd if there was a cardiologist in the in the place. It was I was yeah. Right. Well, it when, was, so you announce as a race fan when when he comes down. I don't know any other way to do it. Very much so. Yeah. If if you've ever heard. You've I driven have. a lot, so you've never had a chance to hear him, but Zippy the Wonder Chimp over here. <laughs> yes. When he comes down in the pits after the night is over, yeah. I go, how you doing? He, and I said, uh, the first thing I always ask him, are you, are you, is your, how's your heart? Is yeah. it okay? Because I, what, what do you call the traditionals? Tell them what, what your uh, name well, was. Yeah, when we were running weekly at, at St. Croix Valley, it was the cardiac pack or something like that. or the car, And, it was, and, and they were, the and races were so doggone good. And that referred yeah. to him. <laughs> no. Is there a doctor in the house? Yeah, yeah he he leaves he leaves the the announcer stand. He's sweating. He's he hungry. Is. He's tired. He's yeah, looking he's for exhausted. a pillow. I am, and, and he yeah. ain't done a darn thing. And, and you know, Randy Randy had a front row street seat to the Rennie this year, this last summer. Yep. 
Um, Brad Peterson won the race. Oh, yeah. And for like three of the last four laps, Brad's name was what, Brian? Yeah. I, I just, I got his name wrong. Yep. I've been uh, uh, announcing, I think I, I've been on the microphone for every one of Brad's wins in his career. And I don't know if we even have a Brian in the series. I think you I called just, him Bart once, too. <laughs> I just, I just, like I, said, I, 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 I get lost. This is your guy, huh? The, the, first thing, the first thing he does when he gets down to the pits, he goes, I got to go talk to Brad because I called him a wrong name. <laughs> and he apologizes to him and says, just so you know, when it comes up in the video, it's not going to be Brad. And, and, and Brad's so cool about it. He says, oh, no, that's, that don't worry about it. And And now that's part of the the. The, the enjoyment the of that race is like, the ding-dong announcer got my name wrong. <laughs> right, right. Oh. I, I could bring up the video, I guess. We could, we could see how oh, many God, times you call no, him something no. else. <laughs> <laughs> and just so you guys are aware, this is the Renegades on Dirt podcast, and we have in, us, in the studio with us Mr. Ron Bernhagen, once again from the UMSS, and Mr. Terry Lennertz, and we were discussing Terry's lack of skills on the microphone, <laughs> well, as Terry is the UMSS lead announcer. We've been discussing a lot of things, and uh, uh, Ron and I are both uh, uh, drinking a little bit, too, so. <laughs> yeah, the, I, mean, the, I mean, just me. I, I've got Diet Coke in front of me. <laughs> yeah. Kaylee, yeah. come on. By definition. <laughs> giving me a, you know, you're giving me a worse name than I already have. Come on. Oh, give me a break. No, hey, hey, that's not like, possible. This will make more relatable. <laughs> Thanks, Kaylee. Yeah, I thought we were like I thought we were friends. It's a tradition. It's a we, it's a tradition when, or a traditional. When we <laughs> hang out after the races, when yep. we hang out, what do we drink? Butter shots, apparently. There you go. Something like that. There you go. So it's I mean, it's not like we're drinking, drinking. It's a, it's more of a teetotalers. Uh, What'd you call it earlier? Liquid candy? Oh, we're warming our stomachs. <laughs> well, you tried to hand me a hard candy, and I would just slice easier to drink this way than this. <laughs> we're, we're warming our stomachs. That's it's right. antifreeze. It's it's a, there's a snowstorm outside. It's antifreeze. That's right. Nobody's we're, going home in a bag. We are in the luxurious uh, remote studios today. Not not the uh, is, is not the regular the... Palace Studios of Hibbing, Minnesota. So Here. this is this is what. This is, this our, is uh, Renegades Rod East South? or Renegades this West. This is the original studio. This is where, yeah. oh, the, is this this, where it happened. Yeah, this is with? where it yeah. kicked off. Yeah. Right here I in this am, very room. I so we're going retro. I am honored. Oh, well, you should be. Wow. So, no, it's. Uh, well, you're the first repeat guest visitor. Yeah. I mean, and this I, time you're actually in the studio. I'm sorry about that. Well, you know. <laughs> well, we frankly can't get nobody else. So that's just okay. <laughs> Kind of hit the old end of the road here. Yeah, you called me five minutes ago, and here I am. Bumbody, drinking. Bumbody, happy trails. <laughs> right. What, what so, are we going to talk about tonight? What's the we're going to talk about a great deal of things, but we're going to do that all after we hear from some of our sponsors. Palmer's Tavern in downtown Hibbing, Minnesota has been a park edition tradition for 75 years. Stop in and check out their signature Donato Burger. Absolutely mouthwatering. They got bone-in and boneless hot wings, beer on tap, and 12 big-screen TVs to watch the games on. Minnesota Vikings, Minnesota Wild, it doesn't matter. You're going to catch every shot, touchdown, and goal. Don't forget, check out their daily rotating specials. That's Palmer's Tavern in downtown Hibbing, Minnesota, a park edition tradition for 75 years. Palmer's Tavern. Check them out on Facebook. Hey, are you feeling.com backslash Palmer's Tavern? 
Hey, are you feeling a little run down? Need a little pick-me-up? Yes, I am. Got to get that little boost of energy to get you to the end of the day? Grab yourself a liquid nitro herbal energy shooter. Comes in a variety of flavors, a little three-ounce size. Going to give you enough power to get to the finish line. If you don't think that's quite enough for you, get yourself a 16-ounce can. A variety of flavors available in that. My favorite, Tropical Storm. Liquid Nitro Energy Drink, giving you the power to get to the finish line, and that's noble. All right, we are back in the studio. Now that Kaylee's done. What? what? <laughs> getting sidetracked over there. No. We're back with Terry Lenners, Ron Berghagen, and Kaylee and Randy in the studio. And we're just doing a little uh, Christmas New Year's break round table. This, this table's so, not round. It's well, it's as round as it's going to get with us four fat men. This is your problem, Bernhagen. You're too literal. We're at the four corners of the round table. It's a we're, we're, it's we're a call it, round table. That's we're right. calling it a round table because I I'm round out. and it's a table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and we're around the table. <laughs> we're around the table. Good God. So... Um, Ron, why don't you explain to our audience why we were so literal? Gonna say, do we have an do we have an audience? Uh, (laughs) Well, there there was seven people that listened to it last week. So now there's five because two of us are in studio. Right? Oh, I thought there's three because four of us are in studio. (laughs) I like to believe that people listening large groups of like a hundred or more, you know, broadcasting. They have listening parties. One person logs in, 50 people listen. Yeah, it's like a to tup- save money Tupperware yeah. party. Well, you know, it's a free podcast. I don't know what the hell you need to save money for, but I'm, I'm pretty certain that they all sit around, take notes, laugh, drink, and Wait, fall out. Am I not getting paid for this? No. Oh. I'm not getting paid for it. Why oh. are you? <laughs> are you telling me that people actually listen to this to have a good time? You got to be well, kidding me. We don't really know. Okay. I, I, I heard that your original podcast that you did with us. Yeah. Had more laugh tracks made from it, <laughs> <laughs> or because I, of it. <laughs> I'm easy to laugh at. That's for sure. No question about that. You but, you've had that relationship with your mirror for a long time. We understand <laughs> that. Where is my mirror, by the way? <laughs> that's, that's unlike you to be this far from me. <laughs> yeah, we were. We actually, the theme song coming in was going to be "You're So Vain." Oh, but, you uh, guys, <laughs> the Diet Coke can works. I can see myself in it. <laughs> no wonder why your reality is so skewed. <laughs> Original question from Kaylee: Why are we here? Um, yes. Very, yeah, that's a good. And we question. had computers set up and people video conferenced in. We had the like the wealth of technology going on and we what, did. what was the point oh, of all well this? we started last night at five o'clock and we went till about nine night well actually about 10 o'clock last night mm-hmm. started again at nine o'clock today and went until about what five o'clock again right today. Five. and what we're trying to accomplish here and what i'm very happy we did this whole time the, the, over the weekend is um our brand our renegade brand is starting to take off and we have been questioning how do we manage this and so what we did this weekend is we decided before we were going to franchise our brand. We don't want to be a, a Wasota or an IMCA uh, sanctioning body because we believe uh, in a different way of doing it. And what we've decided to do is we're going to franchise our brand. And when somebody in California wants to take on what we're doing here, we have the expertise, we believe, to put something together for them and allow them to have a 
um, not as co- quite as large of a learning curve. Um, we've been through a lot of what they're going to go through. And so what we did is we started the um, process of putting our documentation together. And when somebody is interested, we're going to have a number of steps that we take to make sure that they fit with us and we fit with them and that we can get something started and we can show them from A to Z how to get this thing started because we've done it. We've done it a number of times now and it's, it's tested, you know, it's tested the time. It's gone through some, uh, some, I don't know if you call it a war, the wars or whatever, but it, uh, trials and tribulations, tribulations, variations way of saying that. And, um, we believe we've got something in our Renegade brand that obviously it is different than anything else in the industry. And um, we want to bring it to the people because we've talked, we just talked about this. It, this is more than about racing. This right. is about getting people involved in something they never thought they'd be able to get involved in and to be able to grow. And um, it's a family we, reunion at a racetrack. And we've got, we believe we've got the program for that. And, uh, we talked about some things this weekend that are kind of scary. We talked a little bit about iRacing. In fact, quite a bit about iRacing. We talked about uh, Renegade University or uh, Renegade U. R- Renegade Academy and trying to fill a hole. <laughs> <Renegade laughs> that's don't, not what the logo says. <laughs> don't, don't try to look at my chicken scratches out no, there. Try, trying to fill a hole that we believe is in the industry that either the industry doesn't want to see or the industry doesn't want to work towards filling. And... We decided we're going to do that. We're going to fill it. And so we we basically put the outline of a whole program together that we're going to call Renegade Something, and we're going to trademark it, and we're going to bring it to the masses. And it, it's, you know, the bottom line for me is that this is exciting. And we'll all be rich. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, no, that wasn't part of the plan. How, 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 how much did this... How much have you had to drink? <laughs> Not enough. How much, how much, Obviously. How much did this weekend cost me, Kaylee? I, I still haven't done the math. Uh, but, uh, yeah, don't do that. It's ugly. carry the two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag promoter money. Yeah, exactly. No, no. I, I, I was going to bring my that. slide oh. roll, but and and <laughs> what what I want to emphasize is what we did this weekend. You know, the the nuts and bolts of it. But we brought some people together that we trust and that believe in our our uh, brand and that have some really good minds and we wanted to hear everything they had to say. Well, shit, that's the way I wasn't involved. Well, you yeah. were kind of involved. <laughs> you could hear it. That was fun. So, so we had some disagreements over the weekend, which I think was great. Oh, it was we, perfect. It, we, it was work, great. we work through them and we're going to have more, but in the, in the long run, we're going to come up with something that uh, we, again, we think this is the, the greatest thing since sliced bread when it comes to racing because all of us here and all of us that were uh, a part of this this weekend, we think there's something wrong with racing right now, and and the and the numbers prove it out. Uh, well, the, the last conversation I had with one of our new racers because we did our photo shoot today, um, which is has come out amazing. Uh, we have so many good photos now of, of a lot of our guys. Um, was with one of our brand new racers and his son, who's going to be racing our one of our Hornet cars or our Hornet car right now. Hopefully, be one I, of I many at some point. When they get more of them, yeah, well, we'll see about that. But um, no, and and you know, of course, he was kind of, you know, who are these people and what, you know, because you guys were all wearing your your UMSS shirts and whatever, and and you were nice enough to go out and introduce yourself. But um, you know, that's when you start talking about this, like where we're bringing this to people, you know, the first connotation that comes up is 
you know, dollars and changing. And, and that, honestly, the point of all this was to make sure that it doesn't get changed, to make sure that this concept only works because common people can do it and nobody is making money off of it. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, kind of the purest form of, of what's available in my opinion. And I, I'm not articulating it that well, but that's that to me that, you know, this is all about the protection, not of so that, you know, so that you or I, or, or this, this brand is it's because it works and because of the results that we see with the people and the type of people we have. And, and those people have invested their time and money. And this is by far, um, the most economical way to go fast. Well, period. We're being called innovators. Um, Who are we? What do you mean? Yeah, no, I mean, the Renegade the, brand, the the whole oh, the whole concept of. But yeah. the, the people that were a part of this thing this weekend are the innovators. Yes. Okay. It isn't just one person. It's no. a bunch of people, and in order to do something different you have to be different and and try to change where the racing i believe i just told you this in 1991 i had this conversation with this person and i told them i wasn't happy with sprint car racing anymore and i stopped going and um i didn't know what it was that i needed to do or that we needed to do and here it is almost 30 years later and i'm finally comfortable where the whole thing is at Mm -hmm. okay i can take this thing now i wish i was 20 years younger um, but I'm not. Um, but at least being we late, would screw it up if you were 20 years younger. Well, and you, you could be your, right. Your experience you, is you, what's you, really the guiding light in all this. You could be right, and so um, you know, better late than never. And I'm, I'm comfortable knowing that with all everybody that we had involved with this thing this weekend. Awesome. If, if something happens to me tonight on the way home, it's going to be carried on. And so that's that's re, that's refreshing to me. That's however you want to say it. it. It comforts me. It comforts me. And so because we do have something that is so different and, you know, just come to one of our races and, and, and you'll find out why. You know, Ron, you're really going to maybe start breaking this whole, you know, you're a tightwad, self-centered, egotistical. If you keep talking in all these like. Like you but just care no. About, but, you should care about the, the racers. This, uh, is, this no, is the side we tried to get out on the last podcast. The, no, what 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 I want to get out is don't have something happen to you on the way home tonight because I'm riding with you. <laughs> <laughs> I would, uh, so are you saying that if something happens to you tonight that I will take over all of it? <laughs> You're the next one to screw everybody, Kaylee. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, what makes you think that's not going on already? <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, well, I told you what the input my wife put into this, right? I, I made my outline for this weekend, which was my task. Um, to make my outline and I sent it to my wife and said, what, you know, honey, what, what have we learned in all of this, that it's not on this outline? You know, what, what, what insight can we give these people that, that, you know, want to go down the same road as us? And her, uh, her response from work the next day where she got the email was, uh, well, you can't get rich doing it. That's for sure. <laughs> Cause, Cause I'm pretty sure we've gone the other direction quite a ways, and, but and we it's have. been worth it. It's been absolutely worth it. If I told everybody how much I have into this, they would not believe me. Right. They, they went and it's it's way into the six figures. Mm-hmm. And like I said, the last time I was with you guys, it's been worth it. Mm-hmm. And I'm never going to get it back. And that's OK. Yeah, that is OK, because we have a purpose for doing this now. We just you and I talked about this a half an hour ago. 
This is way more than racing. This is about, you know, getting people involved and giving them a purpose and giving them something they can work towards and allowing them to grow, not only as an individual, but as a family. And, and again, that's the most important thing to me. The and best, I know it's the most important thing to the you, The best too. picture that we got was what you and I were looking at, and it was the, the, the young boy yeah. um, who is, you know, will be driving the, the Hornet car. <laughs> Never going to um, forget that. <laughs> you know, that, and, and he's holding his helmet, and the look on his, I mean, that's right there, man. That's it. That's, yep. that's money. That's Absolutely. Beaming. Yeah. 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 And I it mean, gives people confidence, you know, mm-hmm. when you have a bad night or you have a bad week or you have a bad year, you know, we watch that. And, and when you can turn that around and turn it into a positive and grow from that, there's nothing better. There's absolutely. just absolutely nothing better. So our, getting back to what your original question was, this Renegade brand, what we're trying to do is come up with a set of, of guidelines is what it is to make sure that if, if this happens in Minnesota or if it happens in Pennsylvania or it happens in California, or if it happens in Australia. Wouldn't it be cool to have a renegade posse? That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be absolutely okay, fantastic. Do. Uh, well, but I mean like a real Pennsylvania posse renegade. Yeah. Posse. That would well, be. But that it's that it's consistent and what we're trying to uh, to what we're trying to follow is the is the franchise brand. When 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 there's a McDonald's, you do some you do things a certain way. And for us, when there's a renegade brand somewhere you know, whether it's the United States or Canada or Australia or wherever it may end up being, it's the same thing. And people know that when they go to a renegade brand or they get involved in a renegade brand, this is what they're getting into. So that's what we're trying to do here this weekend. And we came up with some guidelines, and now we have to take it and expand that. And um, I am I am just tickled to death with well, what we did to, this weekend. To elaborate with that, too, the, you know, part of the reason is because um, – it's a whole package, not because we want it to be a package because that's our vision. It's because we've seen it several times now. Um, and if it's not that, it doesn't work. Yeah. You cannot integrate what exists and what we have together on the same racetrack for the long term. doesn't work, period. We learned we had a, a franchisee um, try and blend in other cars. And we learned that we have to start completely over. You know, if you have one car and you want to start this in Pennsylvania, you got enough cars to get this thing going. Oh, tell yeah. us how. Uh, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, that you'll have to wait for the packet. <laughs> Come to the meetings. <laughs> Kaylee, how much money do you have in your wallet? Oh, not much. <laughs> oh, forget it then. I'm not telling you. Not much. But, but there is the right way to do it, and there is the wrong way to do it. And we experienced the wrong way to do it. And so we learned from that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's been a fun learning experience. At my age, I'm learning all this new stuff, and it's, it's exciting. And so... Um, I can't wait to see what the future holds, you know, this year and next year and the year after. And, and, and we're not, goes. we're not professing to be perfect here that you said, you know, you know, we're going to, we're going to set it up from A to Z. We're still learning. We're, we set it up from A to M. You know, we're, we're, right. not, we're not right. all the way there. Yeah. It, this is going to be a living document. This is a work in progress forever. Yep. I agree. Absolutely. I agree. And, you know, again, some of the things that were brought up this weekend with the iRacing and the, uh, the academy and and actually TV. Oh, it's gonna. I mean, I'm I'm I'm, I'm a little little overwhelmed with it because our brand really is um, to be. It's at that point. Well, you know, to me, that's going a little overboard. It, there's a part of me that says this is going overboard, but it, and it goes a little bit against what our brand is, which is to be 
basically average. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's the right word. Not average, but not humble. I don't know the oh, word I'm looking oh, I, for. The wordsmith would like a... What is it? <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm just saying, I think uh, 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 for those of you that can't see us, there's some there's older people at the table. Yeah, lucky you. For, for, the, for, for, the, for the older generation, yeah, TV and all this iRacing stuff seems overboard, but, you know, a spring chicken like Randy here, this is just old hat. This is common stuff. Webmaster. Spring <laughs> chicken. <laughs> but flattered will get me everywhere, though. What we pride ourselves on is moderation. Okay, and when we start talking about the iRacing stuff and the TV and the and the Academy and all that, why are you taking me. the bottle? Away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it, it can be a little overwhelming, and so, but you know, with with the way things are going with our millennials, that's what they expect. They expect that to be a part of something like that, and they want to be a part of an experience. And so, it's got to be more than just being in a race car and going out and racing. It well, has to—it has to have a lot more involved in it. The people that brought right. the iRacing thing to our attention, um, which we won't elaborate too much on right now, um, are amazing people, and they have the right intention. Absolutely. And and they they led their presentation to us, um, with this is a way with a minimal investment that you can get people basically on a racetrack right and and so it that is consistent with our with our mess i mean i, I should pull up what we came up with a mission statement because it's not finished yet terry's gonna polish it up but it's uh did, it did, did you get the one that he sent later on last night after uh, we were done do you I have that terry he, he hasn't checked his email yet I, well you know i just i'm not a very good looker so uh, t- with, with all this stuff going on how how did you come into the picture terry were you were you at the first race or did you come later? Comic relief. Um, how did how did I come to UMSS? Yeah. Um, I I think well, Ron can probably tell the story more accurately. But in terms of uh, with his UMSS brand, um, he, he got to the point where he thought I, I need a, a series announcer, and I had a prior relationship with Ron. Um, from actually going back to, I was introduced to Ron when he was part owner of Cedar Lake. I knew him as a person then, but then when, when the UMSS started and, and really took off with the traditional program and they were a weekly program for us at, at Capella Speedway and then St. Croix Valley Raceway. Um, so I, I just, I developed that with Ron and then, uh, unfortunately when St. Croix Valley closed up shop i was unemployed for a year and and ron approached me over that winter and said hey i, I want i want our drivers to have uh, our voice i want the, the want i want to brand this this umss thing and so just because of our, the prior working relationship i had with ron i was like hey dear you do, do you want to do this and said, oh, sure i yeah i mean i i the and again i have to, i have to profess to, to my roots i'm a late model snob but I'm 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 so converted and 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 not to diminish the the wing program, but the traditional sprint cars. If you're a race fan, I mean, there's a reason I had all those coronaries and heart attacks on the microphone at these <laughs> events because it's just good racing. Um, and and so yeah, are, are you are you kidding me? I'll 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 go around and watch great racing at a at a bunch of different tracks, and that's a I mean, uh, selfishly for me, that's one of the awesome things about this. 
we went up to, to Ashland last time. That was one of the tracks that was on my bucket list. And I could, you, know, you can find a million reasons not to go, but if you got to go there for work, oh, darn, i got to go to a track I've never been to that I wanted to go to forever. <laughs> um, right. Uh, this, this summer, it was my first chance at, at Hibbing. And it was, you know, yeah. it's because of uh, because of the Renegades and UMSS. And you were, I mean, you were there when on when when the when the stock cars are on the track. I'm just sitting there in awe of 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 the 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 majesty and the the 1920s engineering and craftsmanship of that stadium. I just, I just, it was absolutely beautiful. I love that place. It's, just, I mean, with even take away the race cars, just sitting there and looking at. The engineering of that facility, like this, is the coolest place ever. Right, and they race cars here too. Are you kidding me? Well, I'm kind of glad the sanitation domes are gone then. <laughs> I was gonna say, you, uh, yeah, you missed you missed the most historic part. Well, I shouldn't say that. Hibbing's an awesome place, but but yeah, that was part of what made it. That, that was yeah no I can't say that either this is a family show. <laughs> <laughs> well, in your defense, it's only about the amount of a family that <laughs> listens to it. So um, I did find the uh, I did find it. I, uh, did you send it like fourteen times in a row? Is it <laughs> no, that was <laughs> it's it in was, fourteen parts. No, that was when. Uh, no, you're probably still looking at the the hangout thing. Yeah, I didn't no. see it in the email. Oh, I saw the I saw no, the, I, the hangout I, thing, and it's in like. No, I emailed it because I, I, the the one I emailed back to everyone last night was the the one we left the meeting with, and then I revised it. Oh, and then you sent that back at the hotel, and I, it should it should be on that same email. I, I'll get it up on my phone. Hmm, next day. <sighs> that just sounded so wrong. Oh. <laughs> right. Family show, family show, family show, family show. The email on my phone is where it probably is. How's that? Is that what we're <laughs> hmm. Oh, my goodness. Look at all these emails I have. <laughs> have you ever, Terry, have you ever talked to Dave Ejo? No, I have not. We're going to have to introduce you to him and let him tell you the history of the Hibbing oh, Raceway at its at its current location. Yeah, and well, we got some of that at the, at the at the at Mind View. Yeah, a little and bit. The, and then that was you know, and that's an that's another you know, fun racing story. But and, and, and this is going to sound really stupid, but last summer at Hibbing, and there's there's another race in particular uh, at at Eagle Valley. Um, some of the most fun I've had at races. We're rainouts. I mean, oh we got we got gosh. rained out. We got we got rained out. Well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that's a shining endorsement for anything we're but, doing. But we got we got rained out at Proctor, and that allowed us to go to Mindview, which was a which was a blast. Yeah, it was fantastic. Kaylee Kaylee's over here trying to look at my phone without his glasses. Can you get that thing? Can you get that thing far enough away from your your face so you well, can read it? I think I got some binoculars here. <laughs> I'd be editing that all later. <laughs> what? You uh, don't have binoculars? <laughs> okay, be a couple edits. Do you, do you need my sunglasses? I can I, get no, them. No, no, no. Oh. I think I got it. I think I got it. I'm, hey, it was clean. I'm trying to figure out. It looks the same as the one that was on the thing, but I'm, I've been drinking. So, um, <laughs> all right. So, as it stands, per this email, <laughs> the uh, mission this, statement. This is the mission s- statement again for our yes. Renegade brand. Yes. Yep. And it's uh, a work in progress. Correct. Uh, the Renegade brand takes the emphasis off the almighty, in quotation marks, dollar, and gives it back to the driver, presenting Premier League speeds and competition for fans and racers 
uh, I'm sorry, for fans and racers for local tracks at an economical package. I should not be reading this off your phone. Um, All while keeping an affordable entry point into racing for common people with uncommon values. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you'll be able to read it on all of our uh, Facebook pages at some point here. But uh, but I think it took a while, I mean, as it should have, to mm-hmm. uh, to come up with that um, kind of encompassing, you know, who we are and what. And, you know, I was thinking about it on the way in because, you know, the original one that we started with was to create an entry point for common people with uncommon values. That's how it started. And uh, I think by doing away with that, um, what occurred to me, I guess, on the way here was that we've that's done. That's checked off the list. We've created that. We have it already. Now, now it's this is the next step. So that doesn't need to be in the mission statement anymore because it's done. We created it. So, um, so I think this is the the appropriate. And and I think, like you said, this is a uh, it'll be an evolving statement and it'll be the ultimate filter that you know all you know the spirit of the rule decisions you know go through does it does it work towards that mission statement if not then it ain't us man well and that's what came up a couple times this weekend you know we were we were discussing some points and the bottom line was is is does it does it follow our mission statement right does it work and and part of that was you know the bodies of the sprint car you know well pick on on the guy that's (laughs) the creative one in the group just a little background kaylee showed up i think the last two years at a few of our umss races and he had this body work looking and there were some people that that thought it gave him uh an advantage and it did well of course it did that's why you're running up front that's That's the only reason why we we know that i didn't think we even had to say no that 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 was the case but we had a pretty spirited talk about body work and yeah. how they, you know, do we keep it the traditional way of, of, of a sprint car or can we do it, can we tweak it a little bit to make it different like our Renegade brand is? Mm-hmm. And in the end, it came back to does this match our mission statement? And and the, 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 the tweaking of the body rules did not match it. It did not. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and pretty spirited discussion. You got to get rid of the Batmobile? Oh, don't worry. I've got <laughs> he, he had to get rid of it whether he liked it or not because I, all these, some of these guys were in my ear last last two years actually saying, why does he get to do it and I don't get to do I love that? that. That's, and that's the tone of voice they used to. It, it is. A bunch of whiners. <laughs> <laughs> He's got an advantage over me. You're and, damn right and, he does. And you know what? He had them right where he wanted them. Oh, I love it. The psychological aspect, it, it, or he, they were already defeated. Trolls. That's why he almost won. <laughs> it wasn't his driving ability. It wasn't the car. Nope. It was a psychological thing. So what you're saying is a little bit of visual is making a hack better? <laughs> yeah. Well, you call me. I'm, I'm fine with that. <laughs> I'll take every advantage I can get. So, Terry, Terry tried to say something. I'm sorry. No, Terry. I was just going to say, and, and when, when Ron says we had a pretty spirited discussion, that's just code for the nosebleeds healed up just fine, Kaylee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's like an old dog. You only understand pain, right? <laughs> he gets it now, folks. That's good. He's fine. He'll, he'll come around. Oh, the bottom line was, as I said, Kaylee, you're the one that's got to deal with this. Mm-hmm. You know, you want the body work. You know, you explain to these guys why we're allowing it. Yeah, because it's cool. That's why. Suck it up, babies. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I let's see. Do I got a crybaby? Do <laughs> <laughs> any more buttons? Man. The discussions on bodies is settled for now, and uh, and uh, but you know, 
<laughs> with our spirit of being different going forward, I'm certainly going to keep looking for and not an edge for my car, but I, for a different look for all of us. I mean, I would love to have five superhero cars in my series that represented all the kids' favorite superheroes. You know, well, we talked about a way we could be different with this thing, and it's that what the front end of a sprint car used to look like. Yeah, well, don't, you know, don't, just tell people what oh, I'm going to do next year. Oh, <laughs> I, I thought I thought I thought you weren't going to do that. How are they going to come to you whining if uh, if they already know what I'm going to do? Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. You cut that out. You now want your now you're going to come whining to him in February instead of April. <laughs> Randy, cut that out for me. Will you? <laughs> no, uh-uh. <laughs> Suck it up, Buttercup. No, it's, uh, no. Um, you know, and really, the well, like I said in my defense um, during that conversation was uh, the second year was more in spite of or because of the first year, I should say, because of the uproar that one little tiny piece of tin cost. Um, so <laughs> I just wanted to see, see how much further I would go. <laughs> and, uh, and I give you all the credit in the world for absorbing all of that um, because, you know, I, I, I don't think it was an advantage other than the fact that it was in everybody's head. Um, and and uh, so, but, yeah, it, it, totally worth it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but, but no, no, no. So it, it's official. My promoter hat, you know, off my racing hat on. Um, you know, we'll, we're going to tone her back a little bit, but it will not look like the other sprint cars per se. So, but it will meet the rule. Oh, good God. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, buddy. So, no, no, I, no, I, I, I can that's, see. That's just a, that, that's just yeah. to, to prime everybody up. Now, really. I'm wor- now I'm worried about April in the beginning of the season. <laughs> no. Well, we've accomplished two things today. No, the, the biggest, honestly, the biggest, you know, all joking aside, the biggest thing that I was fighting for in all of it was the ability to make your own body. To, if you had that skill set or if you wanted to save some money, you had something laying around, you weren't pushed into the corner of having to, you know, use an old body that came with the car or it, it just, it can't be as outlandish as mine was last year. I mean, bottom line. And, and I pushed it, I pushed it on purpose because the racer in me sees a gray area. See also a cheater. Yeah. That's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> so, but, uh, but no, really, I mean, it's, uh, you know, uh, Nick Duranko, you know, we, we talked about it today. They, they built their own body. It looked, it looked real beautiful. similar to all the other cars. Absolutely it was a beautiful, beautiful. Car. Yeah. And that was a, a, a sheet of tin they had laying around. It was actually red, um, but the car was white because of the white's on the flip side. So it wasn't even the finish side. Um, and the car looked that good. Uh, so, so I, we, we did not take away the ability for you to make an extremely heavy body. Like I do my, uh, my orship that I drive around <laughs> the green tank, um, <laughs> 200 pounds heavier than every other sprint car on the track because of all the tin work. But, uh, you know, if you lighten it up some, you might actually come in first instead of yeah, captain consecutive second. The expectation and that's <laughs> he's going to work out between now and April. How am I, how am I going to get mad and load up my car because they won't let me race because of the body and I <laughs> have to perform. So <laughs> just easier to go this way. <laughs> so. Hashtag p- pink dress. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> hey. yeah, yeah. I'm going to catch the bouquet one of these days. So. <laughs> But uh, anyway, so that was that was why we all came together. I mean, to, yeah, uh, it was to great through all that stuff. And, uh, and fantastic. Um, you know, that was one thing that was awesome with the group was that there was no passive aggressive. It was, I mean, you know, the next thing that came up, maybe we might as well just discuss it because it was the other point of contention was, you know, you got to run your heat race. Like, 
because there was a guy that's in this room right now that ran several features and, and he might be talking at this <laughs> <laughs> so wait wait There's a strong so wait, the possibility. 15 the 15e was the source of the two biggest bones of contention well, Vegas <laughs> might be a little stretch, do you think, Mr. Dramatic? <laughs> I think he was pretty spot on there, Ollie. <laughs> so, so, yeah, but I mean, it, it was it, the outcome of the conversation is less important than the conversation itself because Sean, <laughs> Sean, Sean had no problem at all. Um, He's the one that brought it up. Yeah, and, and you know, he, he wasn't pointed about it, but and he just said, hey, you know, how can we let this go? You know what I mean? Like we've got, there's backlash because of this and there's things we have to talk about. And that's what is going to make part of this group so much better because, you know, we walk out that, I mean, I, I hate his guts now, but I mean, for once he took the heat and I didn't have to. <laughs> right, right, yeah. yeah, no. Wait, where's my phone? We'll get him in. <laughs> so, but no, he, uh, you know, I mean, that, and that's, but that's how this has to go because, uh, you know, a lot of really well-intentioned people, um, have been steering motorsports for some time now, and and they're 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 not making, you know, decisions that are even necessarily poor. They're just it, it, the sum of all of it ends up, you know, with what we have, and it's and it's not working. And uh, a lot of that has to do with with so many so much input. And you said it today, the turnover in the, in the industry, um, it just it's collapsing under its own weight. And uh, and that's that we're vigilant and that's not going to happen because you're not afraid to tell me when I'm wrong. I'm not afraid to tell you when you're wrong. And the people that are around us are all the same and they have the same values. And that's, uh, you know, at the end of the day, that's what's going to make make the thing, you know, work. It's just the way it is. Well, it's already working. It's because it's going to make it hopefully better. Right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Like, yeah. hopefully the podcast gets better as it, as it goes along here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. only one way to go at this point, right? <laughs> we should let Terry start talking. Yeah, one, one ha- yeah, one half. And, Sean, and, and, and Kaylee's right. Sean didn't, you know, point specifically to Katie, Kaylee, but the, but the six people in this room, we all pointed at him. <laughs> it's like, oh, we're talking about wink, the 15 We again. know who we're talking about here. Yeah. <clears throat> no, that's fine. That's fine. Haters going to hate. That's what I told them. <laughs> so, don't hate the player. Hate the game. Folks. Uh, honestly, I, gi- I give you credit. You've been waiting these out. <laughs> I, I give you credit for being different because that's what we're all about. Um, but we got to know where to be different and where not mm-hmm. to be different so it doesn't ca- cause us some problems. And, frankly, if I had my way, you'd be able to keep that body and, and do it. I'm just afraid it's going to oh, Yeah, where was that His diet be? won't let him keep that body. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? I mean, I'm talking about the sprint car body. I'm sorry. And to draw back the laughter just a bit, though, we, you know, it, was a, it was a point of contention, and, you know, and we settled on. But I think there was consensus on... Yeah, we we got to tone back that body, but we were all disappointed that we had to. We we all kind of saw it. Yeah, this is a necessary evil. We can't go that far. Unfortunately, I yeah, mean, it would be you know. Hey. So I, I think we all in the room was like, I want to keep that body. We're, we we I mean we're how how do we do this? How do we let the racers be creative and do what racers do? And that's I mean creativity is a huge part of racing, and and but you the, know, we, we we took that away and that that hurts a little bit, but it was. But throughout history, and part of what makes this this great is because you you inject that spirit back into it of, you know, of some innovation, but yet you know uh, an equal playing field. But you you know you can narrow the box, and that's fine. Um, but that's when that's when even more of the real innovation starts, right? Is you know, okay. So, but that's why I hate blanket. 
I absolutely despise blanket rules that say if it's not in the rule book, it's not legal. Like, well, that that is. If it's not in the rule book, if it's not allowed, it's disallowed. Yeah, <laughs> that, you know, the, the, to me, that's that is weak, lame, chicken crap. Kaka. Yeah, that's a oh, that's something that that the the series can hide behind that rule to do whatever. There's a difference between having common sense, which we talked a lot about today, and and then. You know, just a, well, you know, it doesn't say you can do that. Like, well, kill all the innovation, period. You know, that's yeah. not where we came <laughs> well, from. And again, that's the that's the, 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 the nicer part about this is it's it's not, you, we, instead of saying it's not in the rules, leaving it open to it's not within the spirit of the rule. Yeah, yeah. And that's, uh, you know, the innovation part of it isn't, it's not. No, we didn't kill anybody, Randy. There's no actual spirit <laughs> rule. That's, that's a, a, a ghost I, I was just around. I was just trying to figure out who decides the spirit of the rule because who knows how it was really written. What it's, the, what it's the pretty spirit. clear in the UMSS rulebook, though. That the you know there's so so, and I guess that's what I was kind of trying to say was that you've got a. I'm just saying there's you know, peanut M&Ms that want to be eaten. <laughs> <laughs> Turn your microphone off while you open that, Randy. I don't no, want to. No, do it. It's okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open it <laughs> right here. The I'm going to open it right like that there. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, hopefully we don't have to edit that. Out. Randy, that was supposed to be for us on the way home because it's going to take us four hours to get home in this storm. No, it's going to take me four hours to get the damn bag open. <laughs> There's, I just put a scissors over there. Yeah, where is that scissors? I put it in the uh, pencil jar. Do I see the old-fashioned way? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so spirit of the rule, uh, you have cheating. There's just blatant cheating, right? Um, spirit of the rule is different, in my opinion, um, because it's, you know, the biggest job we have, and I think it was hit on, you know, a thousand times this weekend. Um, you can't. We can't allow anything that leaves the perception that you have to have. If you got to have a body like mine to be competitive, we're out it's of gotta business. Go. We're out it's of gotta business. It's got to go, and yeah. that's what we were on the verge on, and that's why it had to go. And that's why I, even though I, you know, jokingly disagree with it, that's, you know, it it was creating a perception. But and that so. that's what the industry is all about, and that's what we're trying to get away from. Exactly, because if if race car driver number A or number one has an eighty thousand dollar four ten. Everybody else thinks they have to go out and get mm-hmm. a four eighty thousand dollar four ten if they w- if they're winning with that, and so it's a monkey see monkey do keep up with the Joneses. And as we've talked about this, it it's a societal thing. You know, our society is telling you that you need this and that you deserve this, and that what was the 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 cool thing last week is not the cool thing this week. And mm-hmm. that's why we've got all these storage places that are coming up because people are buying so much crap that they can't put it in their home anymore and that's where racing is going the the b mod the midwest mod started out as a three thousand dollar car all right right which that is you, where it should be actually that's where a mods started that's a, where that's actually where a mod you're right you're right and then it was the b mod that's that was there once the A mod started to get out of control, mm-hmm. and now you've got thirty thousand dollar B mods out it's because there. Because we need a C mod. Not well, we don't need. <laughs> just skip right to every mod. Just keep going there's down there, the line. There are some tracks that are running four different kinds of modifieds. How many mod- different kinds of modifieds do we need? And so, what I'm trying to say again, this is a societal thing, and if we don't, and I, this is the way I've always lived my life. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I look at new cars but when I was younger, because I don't know if I'll get 10 years down the road anymore. But when when a car came out in 1990, I thought, OK, I got to look at this thing because I got to know what I'm going to be driving in 2000, 10 years later. Yep. You know, that's just 
kind of been my my uh, motive, uh, my mo uh, over my whole life. And so, what's really cool about this is this reflects who I am, and I think it reflects about uh, who a lot of people are out there. And if we are being so elitist that we can't allow 98% of the people to be involved in racing, we've got a problem because our rules right now are being developed by the 2% that have the money. Mm -hmm. And that leaves just about everybody else out of it. And so we're trying to do just the opposite. Well, and, uh, you know, of course, we locked the rules for 10 years. We did. Um, and uh, and I, I think I probably say it every podcast. Uh, but because what we have, um, not that it's perfect um, or that it won't need a little bit of tweaking down the road. But uh, right now it is, as our mission statement says, um, you know, it is basically in the driver's hands. And so, you know, when Cam Schaefer wins for the fourth time in a row, it's because Cam Schaefer can wheel a race car, period. Correct. Yeah, I don't care. You know, if and it was a wheelbarrow race, you know, uh, you know, if he, he would win the wheelbarrow race because it doesn't matter what, you know, that they, they don't have anything better than anybody else. They have good stuff. They have a good driver, and he knows how to operate the thing. And that's and that's the bottom line. So, you know, the the thing that every, where everybody's looking for is that separation where that, you know, you have some more dollars. You can uh, you can use that to get yourself ahead, right? Well, not here. Not no. here. You, need, you don't got talent. You don't got talent. Figure it, it out. And it really shows in this yeah. in this program. Yeah, which is, I mean, that's it's just. That's why I love it. Yeah, I think I think the proof there is is hashtag Denny Stordahl Victory Lane. I was just going to mention Denny's name. I mean, again, I don't think he has a problem yeah, with us saying that he's got under eight thousand dollars into his car. What, the win for me and <laughs> Superior. Superior. Well, <laughs> would have been my my first win car win, but no, no, you I, gave I, it up. So no, Den, Denny yeah. needed to run the perfect lap on the last lap. Period. <laughs> I had him flat out beat passing the when we took the white. I had him covered. And the only way he was going to win that race was to run a perfect lap, a better lap than he had made the whole entire race. And I'll be damned if he didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> he did. You know, the guy can flat out drive a race car as well as anybody else. And you, you just, you know, and I, you want, you just, I, I, was, I was as proud of uh, as anybody was because he beat me. His and, car didn't beat me. His, his team didn't beat me. His wallet didn't beat me. Oh, he did. He, he beat, beat you. He drove me that night. What is just as cool? Is you got to listen to this guy sitting to my left, Terry oh, Leonard's, yeah, that. during that last couple laps. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it See, is, that, inter- it is entertaining. Uh, if I'd had two I, or three more inches of, uh, of spoiler off the back of my car, <laughs> <I could've> <laughs> <laughs> but no, you, you no that that's another. Exa- you know, I have to listen to what I, I don't. I don't remember what I said. I can't tell you. Have you listened to it? I I may have. Oh, it's but, fantastic. But, yeah, but that was absolutely. I was. Absolutely gassed. It, it, it was, was 32 degrees that night at the end of the night, and he comes down oh. to the pits, and he's sweating. He's yeah. soaked. <laughs> I, I was. I was. <laughs> he was hopping up and down and jumping and making the cord crackle. And oh, it was fantastic. And then, and then, Denny's sister is it Julia? She she so. was yeah, down. Julie, yeah. She was down right by the uh, um, flag stand, videotaping it on her on her phone, and I and I found it. Oh, I'm good too. Uh, and I found it, and I put it out there. And to listen to that, right. Denny's first ever win in a sprint car and watching and, and listening to his wing sister. Sprint car. The, uh, wing sprint car. Uh, watching and listening to his sister cheer him on, I mean, it gives me goosebumps. Oh, it's awesome. And that represents exactly what we're trying to do here. 
Mm-hmm. So and, uh, the Facebook video of her at the fence wall at yes. Superior on the front yes, street. That's what I'm talking about. Jumping up and down like a yeah. ninny. It was fantastic. <laughs> it was yeah. just fantastic. The emotions that are in that video th- coming through her is yep. just that's unbelievable. That. And that's what that that's that family aspect. Yeah, I, mean, I was going to say that couldn't have happened that, to a nicer family. No. And it, and then you see Denny on top of the car afterwards with the uh, checkered flag right. in Victory Lane it, where he's never been before, and that that's what this is all well, about. Well, that's how you win your first one anyway. You know what I mean? That's well, you how, let him that's win. How, I told you. I told, <laughs> <laughs> remember before the race started, since you didn't, since you didn't make the heat I'm race? I'm going to get something and, re- like, I, perfectly <laughs> clear. I don't let anybody win anything, period. doesn't happen. I don't let my kids win. I don't let my wife win. Nobody wins. Nobody wins. In fact, I cheat to beat I mean, look wait, at my body, wait, 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 body wait, wait, on wait. my car. So, I'm no. calling Hillary right, right now. We're going to find out. Whether that's you can true. ask her. Don't don't call her. I told I told her that. Oh, don't worry. I'd be text, home by five o'clock. And I what is her and said that Ron is it, lied to you? Is it eight? What <laughs> time said, is it? It's I'm always shocked. seven o'clock. I'm is shocked. it seven? Oh, it's seven. Well, you're only two hours late, so you're still within the window. <laughs> this is what she expects. Yeah. No. So uh, with that with that being said, let's uh, pay some bills since I got the old world old world meats snack sticks out. We'll uh, old world meats in Hermantown, Minnesota. Brings you a fresh new line of snack sticks. Beef snack sticks that are juicy, moist, tender. Everything you want to be from a snack stick. And they come in about 30 different flavors. They keep rotating through the flavors. It's hard to keep track of them. My favorite, barbecue honey. Honey barbecue, however you want to say it. Absolutely to die for snack sticks. Old World Meats down in Hermantown, Minnesota. The Residual family making beef products for 75 years. Thanks a lot to Old World Meats. Palmer's Tavern in downtown Hibbing, Minnesota has been a park edition tradition for 75 years. Stop in and check out their signature Donato Burger. Absolutely mouthwatering. They got bone-in and boneless hot wings, beer on tap, and 12 big screen TVs to watch the games on. Minnesota Vikings, Minnesota Wild, it doesn't matter. You're going to catch every shot, touchdown, and goal. Don't forget, check out their daily rotating specials. That's Palmer's Tavern in downtown Hibbing, Minnesota, a park edition tradition for 75 years. Palmer's Tavern. Check them out on Facebook, facebook.com backslash Palmer's Tavern. Hey, are you feeling a little run down? Need a little pick-me-up? Got to get that little boost of energy to get you to the end of the day? Grab yourself a liquid nitro herbal energy shooter. Comes in a variety of flavors, a little three ounce size, gonna give you enough power to get to the finish line. If you don't think that's quite enough for you, get yourself a 16 ounce can. A variety of flavors available in that. My favorite, Tropical Storm. Liquid nitro energy drink, giving you the power to get to the finish line, and that's noble.
All right, this is Renegades on Dirt podcast, and we are back in the studios in Grand Rapids, Minnesota. Yes, yes. yes we I forgot are. where the hell we were. Can, can I say something before we get going? No. You're going to anyway. Uh, you're right. So there are advantages of being north of 60, and there are disadvantages of being north of 60. And Kaylee, I thank you for having your bathroom just three feet down the aisle, <laughs> down the hall here. Thank you very much. It's been, uh, well, you know, and it was specially designed with you in mind, actually, Ron. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so well, much. I could have just left it go and you could have still be talking. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having that commercial break. <laughs> There's a reason we do that. <laughs> well, I mean, the good news is you don't look north of 59. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Like I told you, well, it was the last time I said it. I was 101. Yeah, or so. You were 104 earlier this afternoon. <laughs> Give or well, take. <laughs> oh, All right. So, back on topic. What was the topic we had? I, I believe that everybody was picking on me. Yeah, we were talking about how much of a cheater you are with body styles. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, oh, I think we were actually talking about Denny's first win and well, how yeah. you let him win. There you yeah. go. Uh, nope. That, nope. That, uh, that, that doesn't happen. Lance, Lance, the first thing he asked me when he won uh, his race, because we have to bring up Lance in every podcast. It's kind of a prerequisite. Why? <laughs> Not because he's a prude. <laughs> and, uh, I wonder uh, if his no. new girlfriend knows that. The first, the first, here, now, now this is this is privileged information. I'm not going to tell you everything else, but you just, already told me. I you know what you're going to say. You just call him the big spoon next time you see him. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to kill me for that. Kidding. <laughs> the big spoon. The big spoon. Oh, Kaylee's phone no. is ringing. So <laughs> <laughs> now seven other people in the world know that secret. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, Lance, it didn't get very far. <laughs> so, but no, that was the first thing that Lance said when he got out of the car after his win. You know, because it was back and forth and again i passed him uh maybe on the white flag lap or maybe the lap before um but yeah and uh and he and he won and he first thing he says when he gets back to the pit you didn't let me win did you <laughs> no i don't i don't care who serious is i am not letting anybody win because i would be devastated if somebody let me win so when you win you earn it period so and Danny earned it Oh, and and again, this guy to my left, he, he was absolutely out of control. Well, actually, yeah, Terry earned it too. Actually, oh my gosh. <laughs> Terry was more worn out. Than I anybody. did not pay him any extra for what he went through. No <laughs> way. <laughs> Wait, well, he, he put himself through it. When did that start? Oh, that's right. Sorry about that, Terry. Yeah, well, or or since then either. So. <laughs> So, but I think the original concept of this was uh, like a year in review. Was that was that what you had thought, Randy? Well, that was kind of what I had thought, but I Which, guess. I mean, we started. I mean, we've kind of started yeah. that. That was pretty early in the season with the uh, the Superior Race. Uh, I was just which was a phenomenal night of racing. Period. It was. It was you fantastic. Know, was just, you know, we we did our job. It was their biggest crowd up until that uh, time, and uh, even though it was really cold and. Uh, it was only, I think, the third wing race uh, of our new uh, program that we'd ever had, and uh, that went really well. And, um, you know, again, if you want to talk about the season, um, I, you know, we could be all over the place when it comes to that and, and where it's ended up in this room and what we did this weekend. 
and the phone calls we have gotten yep. since the middle of the summer from all over the country of people who are watching what we're doing. And so it goes way beyond what's going on. You should end all those phone calls with, oh, you should listen to the Renegade Under podcast. Oh, <laughs> I should probably do that. I'll remember to do that next time. A couple, one or two more. We, we can get it up to maybe 10 people listening to oh, us yeah, then. we don't want to get, get too <laughs> crazy, but uh, 10 would be all right. Um, what What would you, I mean, give me your uh, give me your top three. What are the what are the top three moments that I mean? And this is putting you on the spot. Of course, I mean it was a long season; a lot of stuff goes on. But what are the top three things? Yeah, Terry's already rolling his eyes like, oh boy. Well, he don't remember what he says during the night. How is he going to remember the season? I can remember because we, we just talked about him. Are, are we asking Terry this? Or are we asking me this? I'm gonna. I was gonna go around the table. Oh. I was. I was. Do I, mean, I start? It's not. I mean, it's, this is really Randy's podcast. I'm just. A, I'm well. Gonna, the co-host but he's busy texting right now so <laughs> uh, you know number one is easy and you and i have talked about this when we had our Labor when you Day. met me oh no that um, wasn't this year that was the that was the top thing five four years ago mm. yeah it was the most memorable thing anyway it was the top. <laughs> it was but for me the the top um number one thing for me this year is really easy when we had our labor day weekend oh. um at river cities and and greenbush where the teams that, that made the toll knew what they were getting themselves into, where everybody was being paid the same, where you couldn't use a brand-new tire, and we put on some fantastic racing, and everybody was really appreciative of what not only we were doing, um, but everybody else, and it's the most fun I have had running a race since we started this thing, and that goes back a lot of years and a lot of a lot of events. So that's easily my number one. And that's pretty I mean, that's pretty special for me to for, you know, you on Cedar Lake Speedway, you know, there's been I mean, that's my favorite place on earth. And uh so for, you know, one whole year in your racing life for that to be the most important thing. I mean, not that it was my that I had anything to do, but to be a part of it. Um, you know, that's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I, I no, appreciate that. That's, that's that, that's easily number one for me. And, you know, and getting involved in Cedar Lake Speedway, that's, that's gotta be right up there too. Oh yeah. Um, you know, but that's this, a lifetime achievement deal, not a yearly. Yeah. Are we talking about just this year? Just this year. Oh, yeah, okay. Just this year. Gotcha. Oh, gotcha. what do you mean that weekend wasn't your lifetime best? <laughs> <laughs> I was, that's no, actually no, what no. I was talking about. And I was serious about oh, that well. because that's a, it, 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 it finally hammered into this hard egg of mine on top of my shoulders that I know now which way we need to go with this thing because it was always a struggle for me. Um, you know, the old versus what we're trying to do here. Mm -hmm. And so that, that, that weekend educated me on this whole thing. And the, the conversations I had with the teams, the conversations I had with the other people that were trying to help us out that weekend with the tracks and all that, it was totally different, mm -hmm. completely different. And so that's probably my number one experience cool. of my whole racing career. Hmm. And so um, that's, that's pretty cool. And, and when it comes to the next one or two, I, you know, I, there's, there's so many of them. Um, for me, the, I guess maybe the number two is uh, having TJ Enderiden as part of our officials group yeah. at, a, at an event um, at the end of July. And we've talked about TJ before. And for those uh, that don't know, TJ has Down syndrome. And to have him involved in that night um, as an official, what he brought with his innocence and his pureness, and uh, it permeated the whole series that night. And, you know, I think there's something to be learned from that because to have somebody like TJ in the pits that night 
Um, it changed the whole culture and the whole atmosphere. Yes, it's still very competitive. Yes, the, a lot of people want to go out there and win and do the best that they possibly can. But when you see TJ as part of our, uh, our, our pit meeting and you see him at the entrance to the racetrack telling the cars to come out and then you see him down in victory lane at the end of the night, mm-hmm. you know, it, it just changes everything. And so for me, well, it's pure. It's yeah. pure. And to bring that part of it in, into our events is special so that's definitely a, a top three right there and, and then and number three I, I don't know if i can i can come up with one maybe you can come back to me there's so many of them um i, I guess number three i can come up with it is watching the teams help each other mm-hmm. you know when somebody crashes and people jump in and allow people to get back on the track or do everything they possibly can to get back on the track and and what i watch and what i experience through that is is just it it, it you know, can't help but give you a good feeling mm-hmm. and that you're a part of that. And so, you know, it, it doesn't have anything to do with the racing part of it. It doesn't have anything to do with a great track. It doesn't have anything to do with we've got 5,000 people in the stands. Um, it doesn't have to do with a, a beautiful night uh, weather-wise. It, it has to do with those um, other things that we try to bring into the racing. Mm-hmm. And so that that's what sticks out for me. like the way the guys help each other, like after the one hundred. How they were all helping each other. Um, I don't remember that. <laughs> um, I, oh no! You, but you know, you, you're. you're <laughs> I thought. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, no, one, I do know what you're saying, and that's. A, I mean, I, it is an awesome thing. I, I mean, you see it in. Yeah, I, I, I unfortunately missed it, but your third one was probably part of your first one. The best example of that was at, at you know the 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 Tundra Tour weekend, and and Smiley dumping his car. And well, that's part that, of it. Yeah, absolutely. Miles, yeah. And so, yeah, talk about Smiley. It's Miles Tomlinson who well, had, had committed to starting the Western Renegades out in North Dakota. And bought a he, sprint car. He bought a sprint car. He bought a roller. Um, Ryan Johnson built an engine for him. They met up at uh, River Cities the Friday morning of our Friday night race. And, and that's the first time Ryan and, and Smiley met ever. And, and met, yeah. 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 And Ryan built him an engine, and, and Ryan trusted uh, miles enough to to put the engine together and have them pay him when they got there and so and that, vice versa that, and, and that right versa. there is unbelievable yeah. and so i show up and they're just getting the car ready to start off or maybe they had already had it started off and uh, uh miles it was going to be his first night in a sprint car and after hot laps you know i got to talk to him and he's got this huge smile because we talked we, mm-hmm. we 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 parked down at the uh down by the flag stand so we could talk to the uh, uh crowd for a little bit and the last thing I said to him before he went out for his heat races, I said, Miles, if you do anything and you listen Be to me. Be spectacular. <laughs> no, just the opposite. Stay low. Because if you make a mistake, you're going to spin out. That's the worst you're going to do. Well, we get we get into the third lap of the, of the heat race he was in. I don't know which one he was in. And he's up on top. And I'm going, oh, boy, what's going to happen here? I think it was the first heat race, actually. And... I'm down in between three and four where I normally normally am, and I, I turn around, and I, I turned around just in time to see the big billboards off of River City Speedway off, off of one and two. They were shaking. They were all shaking. I thought, uh-oh, who hit, who hit that thing? And I look around, and I go, uh-oh, Miles isn't on the track. <laughs> so I said yellow, 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 yellow. Yeah, good, great and, photos. and I just say yellow, and all of a sudden David comes on the radio, and he goes, hey, he got upside down pretty bad. You better throw the red. And so that's when I started. I, we threw the red, and I took off over there. And I look at his car, and the front end has moved over about three feet. And I thought, oh, my gosh, this is really bad. Yep. We're going to lose this guy before we even before he even starts. Yep. And so 
you know what 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 my the way I treat something like that is I I let the you gotta let the dust settle. You mm-hmm. can't get in their face right away and 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 try and help them out because they've gotta they've gotta get through it and figure out what happened. And by the end of the night, he basically for almost free had almost a complete car from all the different teams that were there mm-hmm. that offered parts and uh, new chassis or different chassis uh, chassis for him and. Uh, that's incredible, and that's another reason why that weekend was was number one on my list. It just was, and and if this renegade brand, and we talked about this this weekend, can allow the people who run the show, somebody in my position or your position, Kaylee, to have pleasure in this, because a lot of it is not pleasurable, and that's why people in our uh, position only last about two years in this business, mm-hmm. and we have to change that, and... We can't change it if we have, um, you know, the, the, the purse is 10% at the back of what it is in the front or if we have parts that you absolutely have to have in order to win and we have teams covering up their cars and not, uh, not sharing anything with them. It's just it's not going to be fun and it's not going to be pleasurable. So we, we, we need to change that. And we yep. have and we changed it that weekend and it was unbelievable. Of, so th- of the four people sitting at the table, who an hour ago said they didn't want to talk? Well, how far are we? How far are we into this? Five minutes? It's only five minutes into it, right? Well, an hour. The guy, the guy, you know, he talked about us stopping at the stage, right, so we could say a couple words at River City. That's another story. The, are you going to tell this? The ter- well, yeah, it's the Terry Leonard's of uh, of uh, Grand Forks Speedway, who I assume is probably a pretty good announcer as well. I would, I would imagine. So, um, yeah. Comes down on the stage and uh, and you know starts doing this little interview. And we wanted next, to tell them what we had, yeah, our Renegade yeah. brand, and what it was, because they'd never seen anything no, like it. No, and so the next thing that we know, Ron's got the microphone in his hand, and he's walking <laughs> <laughs> like he's Frank Sinatra walking across the stage, just telling all because he gets so excited about this stuff. And the guy, is, I'm standing by him, and he shakes his head, and uh, and I kind of <laughs> we're standing pretty close, and he goes. You know, they said, don't give up the microphone. And I said, well, we might as well go take a seat, bud, because you ain't getting it back. <laughs> like, we're going to be here a while. So. <laughs> and I could actually hear the person, you know, wherever this person was, the race director telling telling the announcer through his earphones, I could actually hear it. Get that thing. You got to stop that interview. You get that microphone back. And you guys hadn't even talked you yet. Should've, you should have cued back on your radio, pal. Like, no, pal, you ain't getting there back. It's my show now. What's your curfew? Exactly. Uh, but you know what? It was the, the cool thing about that interview, um, on a side note, was that. Uh, when we talked about uh, picking up the tires that the mother sprint car guys leave around, uh, the crowd actually cheered. Yeah, the crowd cheered for that. Yeah, that was absolutely. Cool. Because again, w- this is all about education. Okay, and anytime I can educate even one person, I want to do it because uh, you know we're so inversed in this thing, mm-hmm. immersed in this thing, and so reversed in this thing. Well, <laughs> well that might be part, that might be the right word. But <laughs> but again, if I can educate even one person, and mm-hmm. I can I can I have the opportunity to do that, I'm going to do that. And right. that, and that's kind of what this podcast is about is is educating everybody what we're doing. Okay, so since we are on the topic yeah, we of, of the favorite with that, since we are on the topic of our favorite races of the year, <clears throat> I'm just going to do this. Uh oh, that's what he's been working on. He wasn't texting. (laughs) (laughs) This is a new technological advance for us, so. The blink of an eye. Oh, here we go. The width of a whisker. All that separates once again the top two. Here we go. As they cross the start finish line. Down the back chute, just a handful of laps remaining in this one. Denny Stordahl looking for his first ever 
Sprint car win. What about the other guy? <laughs> he was too. <laughs> I want you to pay close attention to the video, Kaylee. Uh-oh. No. What happened to it? That's yeah. the Superior Speedway soundboard. Okay. Jenny Stordal making hay down low in the 34. Kaylee Emerson. Yeah, with this combine. <laughs> a pair of wingless feature wins a few weeks ago on the Northern Renegade. Western swing out in Ada and Fargo. No, so now toes to toes on a turn four. I'm right there. Like This, I'm, this is the race at Gondekla. Too welded together at the door handle. The 34 of Stordahl. The 15E of Ah, whatever Jimmy Emerson. <laughs> Who cares? Still leaving at the white flag. Hey, I still got your name, right? A little bobble on the 34. Is that enough to open the door for Emerson? Once again, welded together at the door handle. Going into turn three. Traffic coming into play in the final turns. A drag race to the stripe as the 34 of Demi Stordahl. A half an eyelash in front of Kaylee Emerson, Chevalier, Berger, <laughs> and Cummings, the rest of the top five. <laughs> See, at least at that race, he got the rest of the top five. <laughs> and, he, and he called him the right name, too. <laughs> <laughs> and he started all the another guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a lap later when I got your name, but I did get your name and not somebody else's. Uh, <laughs> see, I see why you claim you can't remember this stuff. <laughs> and, and just, and, you know, yeah, just listen to that again. I don't remember. Width of a whisker? Who says that? No, half of an eyelash. <laughs> Welded together down the back. Straight. Half of an eyelash. Would that yeah, be well, vertically or? <laughs> <laughs> but no, when they get welded together at the door handle, that's a, probably another one. Then we were talking. I don't know if Randy started recording. Then, um, you know, the, the the stuff as announcer that you you steal unconsciously. Um, that's one I think I stole from way back in the day at at. at where I cut my teeth. My first race was at the Trioval Speedway in Fountain City. Oh. And I think I heard the welded it together at the door handle back then in, you know, 1972. Right. I didn't know a sprint car had doors. Yeah, that's what I mean. Well, no, I didn't know the door handles I, on those doors. Um, when, <laughs> welded together I, at the rub bars. I, 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 again, you know, cutting my teeth at, uh, in, in, in the fender classes, um, you know, some, someone flashes a fender. And so, I, you know, for for five years, I'm I'm at at Capella. You know, someone's flashing a, a fender to the inside of so and so. Can't even do that on a modified. And and so I no, I, I I didn't I didn't I I I, I couldn't make anything new up in sprint cars. Flash, flashes a fenderless uh, fender. I don't I don't think that's the one I use now. I think it's great. I love it. I use no, a fenderless no, fender. I, love I think it's cool that you get in the zone and you're, you're just so immersed in the race because that's what I mean. If you can't if you can't be if you're not that excited inside, you're you can't be that excited on the outside. You know what I mean? And again, we've talked about when it comes down to the pits afterwards. A lot of time he is just looking off into space. I mean, Terry, are you there? Terry, Terry, Terry's top three involves not. Not going into cardiac arrest. <laughs> <laughs> That's one, two, and three. <laughs> so, 
That's all well. Since you're since you're uh, the topic of conversation, what's uh, what's your top three? That, that race, does, despite the wind chill, and 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 the one that you're gonna say the winner. All the wind chill there was in the announcer's booth from the whisper. whisper. It was cold, and and for the record, that was the first day of summer. You know that that that's that kind of welcome to Superior. Exactly. That's a that's a. It'll Superior Speedway. Welcome to the Great White North. Um, but that that one, that's definitely in the top three. I think the other one, I, oh boy, I'm going to get the month wrong, but I think it was the month of August, and, and um, Keely and I were talking earlier about, for me as an announcer, one of the hardest things for me to do, because I think it's just straight up a, a difficult job that I, am, I have not mastered yet, is the Victory Lane interview. But I think it was the month of August. The 12x, Blake got his first win with you guys up here. Um, he got a, a, a picked up another. I didn't win. let him win either. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he picked up another win, Southern Minnesota. And picked up his first uh, rent, uh, per tech win at Cedar Lake, and that was in the space of like two weeks. He got those three wins, and his first win at Cedar Lake. I didn't have to do anything. It was just I, I just let Blake's joy and and savoring of that moment Grand come through and so that that was right up near the top and and, and i'm just gonna name drop well i was name drop but term drop uh you want to talk about renegade all-star absolutely why I, not? I, I, well, i'm just why I, I, don't, I don't know that we even want to discuss it i'm just saying well you want to talk about a list of, of who should be on he would be number one yeah on the list yeah absolutely the the uh Whole package, because yeah. uh, those were the guys that donated the frame to Miles. Yeah, exactly, and, and those are and they, you can't find better people. Than the embodiment of absolutely the what the Renegades are, and and and, and a hammer down. You know, you can't oh, take a bad picture of that kid driving yeah. a race car, man. You can't. So anyway, and again, you know, the the, the Renegade All Stars. It's not going to be about who's winning the most. It's going to be about you know who's a, who's a lot like Blake Anderson. That's what it's going to be about. So. Oh. A topic for another uh, day. Yeah, well, there you uh, go. Um, what else? I think honestly, we, we talked about it a little bit earlier. Uh, the superior being the third race, I was I was kind of proud of the fact the first ever Pertec wing uh, race under you know under this rules format was uh, Memorial Day weekend at Rice Lake. We had ten cars. I know that. Yeah. You know, and and mm-hmm. and more than we had. Rice Lake is is um, that's another track. We we you know we we hit them once a year. They they savor their sprint car show. They they do it up pretty good. Uh, we I got a chance to interview Craig Delansky and you know in front of the in front of the crowd. That's a that's a big deal. Um, I, I and I I think the biggest the the, the, the biggest highlight for me, uh, and this is I, I I hate to diminish the our on track stuff, but you know the Renegade family is it's it's family stuff. I think the highlight for me may have been uh, at the Rennie interviewing Jory and when his mom came up at the end of the interview for the hug because of, of, of the biology that they shared. Um, that was, that was a, was like, that was a, how, how cool is this? Yeah. And we, we were having this race to honor Rennie. And then you, you Jory's see, dad. you see, yeah, Jory and his mom in there and sharing what they, and yeah, you can't, I can't top that. I mean that that was a that was a big deal. Yep, that's uh no that's a very very cool moment. But that whole night was uh um you know fit 
fit for who it was designed for. Um, so anyway, so that was that was that two or three? I don't think it was four. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> do do we even want to hear what Kaylee has to say about his top three? What about Randy? Well, Randy too. Yeah. Oh, I God. can tell you what my not top three is was the lack of Randy Cam all summer. Yeah. You know, I think he's doing more stuff on the lightsaber. He is. You know, he's texting. I am am all for getting back into and doing the Randy Cam when you figure out how to clone me. (laughs) (laughs) To clone me so I can be in six places at once. Well, we were just talking about cloning Terry. What are we going to do for on it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure we're going to throw the red on that one. You you cannot have him, Kaylee. No way. Well, um, we're working on that. All we're, right. we're trying to free up Randy so he can, uh, so the Randy Cam, by popular demand, Randy Cam needs to, uh, I, I still have a shirt, pal, so don't roll your eyes at me. I still got a half a box of them. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> See, we can merchandise. Are they, are they Randy Cam? They're yeah. t-shirts? Oh, you're they're kidding ridiculous me. shirts. Are they yeah, here? They, uh, no. no. Oh. No. no, they're in the basement at Palmer's. They're in the basement in, at Palmer's Tavern because oh, they're the ones that. in the vault. <laughs> <laughs> they're the, are they're they like the two X's and bigger that didn't sell. <laughs> no, that's uh, I still have the nose piece off my late model with that I had my Kick Patowski on the front, my little trademark guy with uh, with <laughs> he had a little Randy Cam sticker that Randy gave me. I put on his chest <laughs> like he was a little Randy Cam dude, so he wouldn't oh, interview me uh, that day because I was not an anybody, but. You but, were in Alexandria and you weren't exactly in the best spirits. <laughs> what? That was. I think I forgot my fire suit. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think you forgot a lot of things that yeah, day. Yeah, like helmet, talent, and all kinds of yeah, talent. <laughs> I, well, you, that, that's been lost. For a while. <laughs> uh, yeah, see, he's trying to tell me off without getting edited out. <laughs> so, but yeah. So back to your. What's your top three? I mean, I know that you, uh, Randy, is ridiculously busy. And, uh, <laughs> and is not, uh, you know, when he is at the track, he's stuck behind the camera or, uh, you know, kind of our liaison to the racetrack. I mean, all the racetrack people seem to have a, have a rapport with him, and uh, he's got a way with them. So it's helped significantly. So it's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. There's a, a lot of that comes from when I was doing photography. Because I've been to all these tracks. I've talked to all these people. Mm-hmm. And when I was with XN... And that group and doing the Randy Cam stuff, it it's all the people that I talked to doing that. And uh, River Cities was actually proof of that because I got back out there and I walked up to the announcer's booth and everybody up there looked at me and said, Randy Cam, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, crap. Oh, it's, it's remarkable <laughs> where we go and, and we, how everybody knows it. I them. think we need to trademark that. <laughs> that is That's fantastic. The logo. I love the logo, that. yeah. Love it, and the T-shirt's even better because it's got his. Uh, it's got like not, my big not ugly a, face not on a it. Cartoon, but kind of a. It's I don't even call it character or what, but so so and it's but it's the the trademark beard and every. It's all yeah, it's great. I really it scares little kids. Some of these pictures, holy criminally. So anyway, top three. Come on, put them up. Let's just skip him. <laughs> <laughs> top three. Uh, well, I, uh, the Ren, the Rennie race in Hibbing has yeah. always been one of my top three. All, uh, um, Greenbush, yeah. The second, first, second deck, the first live pay per view that was fantastic. Wow. That was great. 
Because I got to be in it. Is there the, the first live pay-per-view on northernrenegades.tv. Yeah. <laughs> we in the industry call that a plug. <laughs> <laughs> well, you call it what you want. <laughs> yeah. Northernrenegades.tv live pay-per-view from Greenbush Speedway. Yeah. So that, actually, that it's Greenbush Raceway Park. That was a big accomplishment for the series. Who won yeah. that night? And who was second? The, the night I'm thinking of was John Luer's first win. Yeah, and who was second? When, when it was Kaylee and Nick. Ladies and gentlemen, Ron Bernhagen, thanks for being a guest. Doing the three-car tango up front. That was, uh, that there was, was like 15 race. laps of those three meat sticks having... Some old world meets kind of fun up in the front. <laughs> yep. Uh, at, at one point before I gave him the, the pink dress moniker, I, I had a running tally of his runner-up finishes, and I, it was uh, darn near every race. Yep. <laughs> but Kaylee, that thing is not supposed to run up front, according to some of the experts. Oh, no, it's, it's got a really fast body on it. <laughs> <laughs> this makes up all the difference, man. It's a, it's a 20-year-old car. It's yeah. got a $4,000 engine in it, and mm-hmm. it's not supposed to run up front. It's a 19-year-old car. Oh, well, well I'm sorry be, about it'll that. It'll be 20 here. Like, I mean, after uh, the first of the year? Who knows what What's its birthday? birthday? Yeah. It's a 2000. Oh, so it'll be 20 years old after on January 1st. Next is that Thursday? Well, no, depending Wednesday. on the build date. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it was at this point 20 years ago it was still a probably a pile of pipe. But but again, it, you're not supposed it, to be winning with that thing and you're and I'm not. You're right. That's why he's got the pink dress. <laughs> but you're you're coming I mean, you're coming in to the UMSS, where the racing is ridiculous because we have a lot of talented drivers. And hey, wait, no, the Renegades Northern Renegades non-wing Sprint car series has some pretty ridiculous I, I racing agree. too. I agree, but I'm just <laughs> using one example, and you're running up front, and you're you're in you're you're on the podium more than you're not, and so. Do you ever notice that's more so with the northern Ren- or with uh, UMSS than it was the northern, northern Renegades. Renegades? Well, he's trying to run a, a show. And that, <laughs> it's a it's a little complicated. Uh, well, and, but if you remember when when I, uh, so not last season, but probably the season before or the one before that. Um, I held down, like, had a lockdown on, like, 13th place. <laughs> That's <laughs> why when we started these things, he was Captain 13. <laughs> at, at, uh, at Cedar Lake Speedway, it was just like, Marge already had my 13th place check ready for me. <laughs> right when, when I you came, paid for your pit pass I came in the through the gate, yeah. <laughs> but I would still go home, like, so excited. And I remember the coolest thing that happened to me um, was after one night at Cedar Lake, and this was before I like settled down driving a sprint car and learned how to be fast. Wait a minute. When did that happen? <laughs> it hasn't it yet. May <laughs> not have the, summer, the summer of 2022. <laughs> <laughs> Coming soon to a theater near you. So, but I was still like under the assumption that if you just literally just held it to the floor, I mean, you couldn't possibly go any faster than that, right? So Okay, so you went to the Paul School Schultz of Racing. Yeah. yeah. Paul Schultz Paul School Schultz, of Racing. Yep. Holy Christmas. <laughs> did you guys hear that story on the podcast when his, his dad said, well, where are you lifting at? He's like, uh, I'm not. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> so, anyway. Um, so, but I we stopped at, in North Branch at the at the holiday, which is the tradition, driving home from uh, from Cedar Lake. And this has been on the podcast, too. And, uh, and which one? Know, There's four of them. We're already in the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. No, the oldest one. Okay. That's yeah. the one you got to stop at. <laughs> And uh, and it's the middle of the night, you know. What I mean, it's like one o'clock in the morning or something. And uh, the car is just furnished. I mean, it you can't even tell it's green, you know. It's and we it was a hammer down against the wall racetrack, you know. 
and I come out, you know, and I, I, I'm, I would have, have enough adrenaline that I would make it almost the three hour trip home before I would settle down. But, but you're still tired, you know, and I'm walking out and there's a guy standing there staring at the race car. And, and, uh, I figure, you know, he's say something about how dirty it is or whatever, but wearing a Dale Earnhardt, or the real Dale Earnhardt jacket, right? Intimidator jacket. And he turns around and he goes, you drive this car? So, well, yeah, I, I, yeah, I sit in it. I mean, <laughs> and he goes, I was at Cedar Lake tonight. And again, I got 13th, right? And he said, I watched you the whole race. He said, you were running the top and it was cool. He said, and he <laughs> shook awesome. my hand. He said, he said, I was, I had a, I had a heck of a time watching you, man. Good job. And I was like, for 13th, you know what I mean? <laughs> and like, I mean that you couldn't, I, you know, I, there's no trophy that would replace that. You know, Absolutely. that was, you know, somebody was entertained by my, uh, my antics. So that was, uh, that was probably one of the highlights of that season, you know? So are we talking about your highlights now? Uh, no, we were still on my top three, but whatever. No, 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 no. Has <laughs> <laughs> he, Randy, I think you just said you two. Did, you did two. Yeah. Yeah. two. Yeah. So what's well, your third one? <coughs> my third one's actually a race I wasn't even at. Yeah, that's kind of our highlight, too. <laughs> I had a work we conflict. You, buddy. I had a work conflict and couldn't make it up. And it was the end of the year at Bemidji when Troy Gessner got out in front and him and Dave Brayford had their little battle. Yeah. And Leah Steele managed to sneak her way up and get into the top five. Yep. Fourth. And... That that's one of my favorite races. Because one, one of my top three because, Be, because it was three people that don't normally run up front. Troy had been really working at it, really pushing for it, and find things finally just kind of went his way, and he led the whole dang thing. And, and you know what? That that's part of our Renegades brand is right. the same the same people don't run up front all the time, and right. to watch somebody like Troy Gessner get his first feature win, yeah, when less than was it. Less than two years before, or just about two years before, he was at our arrive yep. and drive because he had a dream. Yep. And, and look what happened. Yeah, 23 months earlier, he got in the car. At and he got into Cedar Lake. Car. Yeah, and and that's a great story. That's fantastic. Yeah. No, he's... Uh, and he's he got his own podcast out of that deal. <laughs> <laughs> he had his own episode. He, he yeah. had his own episode. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, wait, does he have a podcast? No, no, <laughs> no. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's called. Got a it's called Renegades on Dirt. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Kaylee, what's yours? Top three. Um, uh, well, I actually uh, I panicked a little bit when I asked you because that, that <laughs> meant that this was going to come back around. Uh, Here we are. I, you had a lot of time to think about it. So come I on. did. I you did. Got, got what were Carrie's top three? Were you not here? Uh, Den- Denny's win. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, screwing around with us. That's right. So try and try and keep up. Right? Denny's win, Blake's third win, the the ten car debut at Rice Lake, and the Rennie. I had four. Oh, you had four. So you only need two kills because I took one of yours. <laughs> Actually, I mean, I I don't know how many I have because I haven't counted them. I have a couple, but um, I got mine are like kind of split because you know, I have I have top three as a racer, and I kind of have a uh, I don't know if it's top three, but I have some as a promoter. Um, We're not promoters. Well, whatever you'd call us, race uh, directors. I don't race know. enabler. <laughs> I don't know, but I don't know. Silly guys with a plan. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, uh, as a racer, um, you know, for for personal accomplishments, uh, the I think that the top three um, at the traditional challenge, 
um, career. I mean, and that's not just this year. That's career wise. Um, was that was a big deal. Um, that that was meant a lot to me as a racer, just because you know that was that was everybody that was a, a wingless person, you know, around and you, and different engine types. And you got to give them the backstory. Uh, uh, who who was involved? <laughs> what was involved, and and what you did? Uh, well, I mean, we got it, we had no. That, that had, can be a different part. We're just wanting to top three races oh, right now. I'm oh, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Trying That's to control okay. this a little bit. We're already at two hours. Come we on. are. Are we? Oh, really? Really? <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, we'll have to break this one. Yeah, it's Tuesday, second. Ron. Let's just take care of the podcast Tuesday. for the rest of the winter. <laughs> Are you gonna split this up into four different podcasts? Yeah, maybe. No. I'd have to do that. No, I'm we'll <laughs> cut it off at the swear words. <laughs> Which ones? It's gonna be five I mean. minutes long, then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, no, um, you know, but that to to be on the podium there was great. Um, you know, uh, the 100, even though the track was in tough shape, because um, we accomplished the second place on. Uh, on a two-year-old former Harry Hansen tire. Um, so that was pretty special. Um, and I think just, you know, honestly running second to all these guys and coming so close um, and winning, you know, the couple in Fargo. I mean, just the, the season as a whole is a highlight because, um, you know, we're just blessed enough to be right there and to see the progression of all your friends. And, and uh, to you know, I would rather lose the Denny Stordahl race any day of the week than win one by a straightaway. You know, I would rather be right there and and have it be that exciting and not, you know. Um, but yeah, that's uh, so. As a racer, those were mine. But uh, you know, as as the whatever we you're, are, you're the owner. You are the owner of the Northern Renegades. Uh, and Jim Mullen. <laughs> so he doesn't get and off Jim the Mullen. Hook. I'm yes, sorry, but he's the but background guy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I couldn't do without him. But um, uh, I think you know, Troy's Troy's first win was huge. Um, that was, that was something, um, that was, you know, more like, it's almost like my son getting his first win, maybe, you know what I mean? Like, uh, and Troy's family is just remarkable and they've, they've done so much good for us. And, um, so that, so that one was pretty special. Um, you know, getting a hug from him after that race. Uh, honestly, uh, John Luer, uh, yeah, that, that was first, huge. That first win. I've, I've never, I've never not. Uh, been invited to the podium and invited myself to the podium um and and got out and gave john a you know a big hug because um you know i got to know him pretty well and uh um i i knew kind of the the monkey that was on his back um and having come so close so many times and and you know he's a hell of a race car driver and a, and a really good guy and so to be a tooth and nail for that win um and and him getting it uh, that one was that was pretty cool, and um, um, I guess that was a racer and promoter. But that's you know that that was awesome. And then uh, well, not to mention you had Nick Duranco in there too, who's a rookie. well. I mean, and that's I mean I could go on all night about this stuff, you know. <laughs> but but Nick, um, you know, Nick had as good a shot as anybody to win that race too. Um, but yeah, you know, Lance getting his first win. Uh, you know, I really it I guess the overall. You know, message is kind of maybe what you already hit on, but um, what about the growth of the series? Um, honestly, it's really not. It. I mean, I love it, but it's not really that big of a highlight for me because I never, I never didn't believe that it was going to happen. I've always believed that it was just a matter of time. Um, I am, however, uh, shocked at the 
the type of people, the the people that we're getting, that we're not, um, you know, make no mistake, like we're not, I'm not gonna be afraid if you're not, if if you're only coming here and you're you're causing chaos every week and you're you're not the right, you're you're not you the right, won't the right be here long, right? Because you know part of this is protecting the people that have made the investment and that are we're having a blast. I mean, and just that. The type of people, though, that are attracted to this or that we're getting back into racing or, you know, and the joy that it brings from the arrive and drive. The arrive and drive would be one. I mean, every year that could go on my top three easily um, to see the the joy on people's faces and, and um, you know, kind of spread that. I mean, you can't you can't find any more happiness in life than helping other people and to be able to give the gift of something that you love so much um, and that has done so much for you. Yeah, you can't beat it. You know? and, and that has been a dream for some people for decades. I, t- I talked to somebody who was in his 60s. He moved from Indiana, where non-wing sprint car racing is, is huge. Is the thing, yeah. Uh, to Eau Claire, and he put out all sorts of feelers to try and figure out you know, what do we have around here as far as sprint car racing goes. And I had a pretty long conversation with him, and when he found out that he could get into a sprint car for 100 bucks at an arrive and drive, you know, it's like it was like Christmas to him, right? And yep. and that's what he told me. And so, you know, we're making dreams come true through that thing. So that's a big deal. Yeah. No. And that's uh, to me that's. Uh, we had similar interest in ours from a guy up in Ely. Said he was like sixty nine years old. Wanted to come down and take part, but he had something going on that weekend and mm-hmm. couldn't make it. Mm-hmm. Wasn't able to make it. Yeah, yeah it's a big deal. It really is a big deal. So I'm still yeah. in trouble with my dad. For driving one? No, my dad said he's always wanted to drive one, but has never had an opportunity. Mm -hmm. And he's still mad at me to this day because I didn't tell him about the arrive and drive. Oh, boy. And if you don't know, your dad is a pretty big deal. He he is, I mean, as far as this area goes, I mean, you have Horse Thief, you have Dick Murray. You know, you only have a handful of, like, legendary guys. And Randy's dad is one of them. so. So... Well, we can make that happen. As I say, you should probably get him a spring car. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, then it really rubbed him raw when I, when I said I took one for 10 laps. Right. And he goes, well, that just... And I can't... <laughs> I, I actually walked away from him because I was like, I swear to God I told you about this deal. Yep. And yeah, apparently I didn't, so I'm still a Captain Butthead. Well, there's more coming. There's more <laughs> arriving drives coming up. So. Well, I thought you meant more Captain Butthead moments. That <laughs> <laughs> goes without well, saying. I would imagine. <laughs> I was yeah. like, well, thanks, Captain Obvious. <laughs> no, I mean, but what? Just, I mean, what a what a season, you know? Um, the, between the growth and everything else, like, just ridiculous. Um, beyond my wildest dreams, and uh, to be able to do it with the group that we have, um. Yeah, you, I, it, things couldn't be couldn't be any better as far as I can see. And then you top it off that we're meeting in this room over the last two days because we're getting so many calls from around the country of people who are seeing and understanding what we're doing mm-hmm. and us realizing we have to manage that, and that's why we came together this weekend. How cool is that? You know, you're not going to be able to call be called the best-kept secret for too much longer, right? What was that? Was that was well, the the car cat might already be out of the bag. Oh, yeah, that was uh, a friend of mine. Um, oh, geez, he's the announcer for the, the Badger Midget Series, and, and now I can't think of his name. A good uh, friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've known each other forever. <laughs> Great marketing skill. Brian Kapinski, that's his name. And um, he's the one that, that he had his uh, 
he had his column or whatever in, in Flat Out magazine, I think is what it was Flat in. Out, yeah. And that uh, we were the best kept secret in, in sprint car racing. And at the time, we kind of were. And that was probably four or five years ago. And, and now, you know, that's starting to change. Yeah. And we can't be happier about that. Well, and then, you know, <laughs> to bring it back down to reality, you know, Flat Out magazine is, has me listed as Cody Emmons. <laughs> that's correct i remember that so, so but it was maybe. it was a negative article so sorry kid yeah, yeah sorry cody <laughs> yeah you said that what a terrible graphics package you had on that thing photographers hate it so. oh man that was but, good uh, but but you know again you know people are noticing what we're doing and we find that out through like the call we got two weeks ago from this guy in california mm-hmm. that says he's been watching us since 2015 and he, he couldn't handle it anymore, and he gave us a call and said, how do I get involved? And they sit around with their buddies and watch our races and go, can you believe these cars have two barrels? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, yeah, so it's pretty cool. No, it's pretty great. Cool. It's and great. What else, Randy? What else is on the year-end review? Anything? I mean, hey, you know. We wouldn't want to cut the audience short <laughs> on content. <laughs> We're halfway into a work day right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> hope, you, hope you're driving to, like, you know, Florida. <laughs> I didn't really have anything other than I figured we could do it as a year-end review, just kind of a general BS session yeah, like we've been doing. Yeah, yeah. And because there are some stellar stories in, inside these three heads sitting across the table from me. You know that I don't know that a lot of people don't know. You know the other the other one for the UMSS was we started a new wing program this year. Mm-hmm. You know we basically were forced to start a new wing program because of what happened two years ago with the 360 and and the cost that and got out of control, and we took a chance and we started the the, the new wing program that uh, Terry talked a little bit about this year and it went way beyond our expectations, you know. Mm-hmm. I think I mentioned last time I was on the show, I worried about it all last winter, you know. What are they going to sound like? How fast are they going to be or how slow are they going to be? Right. And et cetera, et cetera. How are the fans going to accept this? How are the tracks going to accept this? And, boy, by the time we got to the middle of the season and we were at the World of Outlaw show and we had, how many did we have there, 17, 18, 19 cars? Like that, I think 18. And and the show was fantastic, and we weren't much slower something. than the World of Outlaw guys on Friday night. Um, that's that's a huge highlight, and and now we can take this into the future. And again, because the rules are so close to what the traditional cars are, we're gonna allow a lot of people to get into a wing sprint car, right. and that's 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 is, that's huge. And I I I I is there anyone that had more fun with his opportunity to? Drive a sprint car, than Brayford. You talk about there's anybody that has more fun than anything. You talk about kid in a candy store, though. I mean, yeah, it, it was something that wasn't there. He, he, we I, couldn't have done that eight months ago. I think for Josh, um, he got involved in the wing part of it, and he took to it like fish in water. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, not that well, he's, it fits his driving style. It does. It does, and he he does really well in it. And and if if we can bring it to the Northern Renegades up here, which I believe we're going to be able to, you know, Josh is going to be able to take that and, and be one of the leaders for that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, not exactly that he's a slouch in the traditionals. No, but. he's not at all. Not at all. Yeah. But look, at here's somebody, again, who never thought he'd be able to drive a sprint car, let alone drive a wing sprint car. And, you know, we've, we're, we're allowing people to be able to do that. And, you know, again, what I said last time, the only regret I have it, uh, about starting the uh, program last year is I said last time, I said that we didn't do it three years before, but I, I wish we would have done it five years before mm-hmm. that. 
So that's my only regret. And well, yeah, like we said, it probably wouldn't have worked back then. Yeah, but you, you got to remember too, Josh is the only reason he's going to want to wing on the car is so his wife will like him again. Oh, oh, <laughs> it's, oh I remember that. I do remember that when you were talking to him. Absolutely, absolutely. So you know, again, um, th- that's a highlight. You know, if we're we're doing a little bit of a review here. Um, that is part of the highlight of the year. Um, you know, if we want to talk about a little bit of the lowlights, you know, we had a lot of rain again this year, and we had a lot of uh, events that were canceled, and I think that's going to be a, a new reality around here because our, our weather is changing. Um, so, And we have a short season as it is, so especially you guys up here in the Northland. And so, you know, that, that might be the one negative that we dealt with uh, really over the last five years. And so... But that's... Um, I, I but, think it's okay. I mean, they're just racing as a whole is oversaturated as it is um not not our brand necessarily but you know we've talked about it a bunch of times we you know we don't want i don't want 30 shows we we're not ready to put on 30 shows where you guys are a little more staff for it but um you know we want 15 awesome shows you know yeah. and and keep them wanting a little bit more yeah but but if five of those get rained out you know well that's why that's, we got tw- that's why we got 20 scheduled <laughs> <laughs> well, hey well, you know here. five of them get rained out then we've got 10 more that make them a better value same with us i mean we you know. I, and, and this might be a little bit unfortunate we're we're at 30 shows for mm-hmm. the traditionals this this coming year 2020 and you know there's a real possibility that 10 of them could get rained out and so right. You know, uh, if we schedule well, rain tw- and snow it out. Because, well, that's yeah. true because we start so early and go so late. But if we schedule twenty shows and we get ten of them rained out, you know, that's not enough. Yeah. And so we gotta we gotta have a, a balance there for the the teams to make it worthwhile for them to put a car together. So um, we got to be careful about that. So that that that's the one negative we've been dealing with is is the weather, and, and that's just again a reality that we'll deal with here. And we gotta we gotta keep that in mind when we're scheduling. Mm-hmm. No, it's. Uh uh, you got with the amount of teams and the amount of cars. I mean, there's a ridiculous amount of cars built in the Twin Cities area. So, yeah. um, you know, you have my, my guys were, would we'd run out of steam in 30 shows. You know what I mean? That's it's. But knowing you knowing your teams, I mean, that's part of this whole thing. It's not jamming it down everybody's throat. It's a case by case basis. Yeah. You know, yep. your 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 series isn't the same as mine. No. We follow a lot it's of the way same better. deals. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Did he say it's way better? I no, was talking. no. I oh. would not, I would never. <laughs> so I'm cut off. He said way lefter because their tracks are smaller, so they have to turn sharper. Yes. Oh, gotcha. Colder. Gotcha. Colder. Gotcha. Gotcha. Colder but, you know, again, if that's the only negative that we're dealing with here, which really that's all I can think about, man, what a blessing. Mm-hmm. What an unbelievable blessing that we've, what we've got going here because, again, and we mentioned this last time, you got the, the Northern Renegades going in an area where there's never been sprint car racing. And the Twin Cities has always uh, struggled with what everybody else is doing around the country. And we've been able to change that. And we have fans now that can watch sprint car racing without without traveling, you know, three hours, four hours, five hours, whatever the case may be. And not only that, but we're allowing uh, drivers to live a dream and move up. I mean, we've got Brian Van Meveren, who used to race with us, and he's racing in USAC now. And how cool is that? And, and doing know, well. And he's doing well. I, I, did he get Rookie of the Year this year? I don't know if he did or not. I, I don't know if he got Rookie of the Year, but I know he had some pretty stellar finishes. 
and he had a couple of pretty stellar wrecks. Too. Yes, he did. He did. Absolutely, he did. But, you know, that, that not, not only does, does that help Brian, but that, that helps us because we can brag that we've got somebody racing USAC now that used to race with yep. us. That's a big deal. Yeah. That's a real big deal. And eventually right. what's going to happen is we will get somebody on the World of All Out Trail that used to race with us. There's no doubt in my mind. And that, that, that does nothing but help everybody. And so... Uh, we're pretty darn proud of that. Yeah, even if we get somebody that used to be on the World Outlaws Tour that comes and races with us. So it, I'd be happy with that, too. Absolutely. That begs the question. I, I heard a rumor that uh, there's oh no, pro- no professional drivers allowed. So what if they're former drivers? Well, what are they doing at the time? Are they making their money racing <laughs> a race car <laughs> or at the, at, the, at the particular time? Don't, you know. Don't worry, Kaylee. You will always be safe. I'm not worried. How much did you make last year, Kaylee? Do we have to get rid of you? Uh, as a racer? Yeah. yeah. It, shit. No, he it cost almost, him $20,000. No, 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 no. promoting. Oh. No. Hashtag, hashtag promoting money? Yeah, no, hashtag driver's money. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, how did you pay for that trip to Texas? <laughs> <laughs> don't look at me don't look at me Kaylee. Well, unfortunately <laughs> I'm, I'm ducking darts over here what are you talking about <laughs> no no it's uh i'm gonna just say it was a spousal sponsored trip oh well, then you got it sponsored good so, for you yeah, that's right good no. for you i, didn't I wasn't able to do that because i'm not very good at that i didn't have to do a lot of promoting either so it was good that was her <laughs> telling him to get the hell out of her hair for a week yeah <laughs> yep <laughs> Actually, you know, truth be told, the Formula One had called, and uh, they were. <laughs> well, they wanted they wanted a big dumb monkey to walk around the, with a with a dirt track. So, Terry, why weren't you on the trip? <laughs> I was going to say, did they want you in a car? You can't race anymore with us. The looks that we got walking around at the, at the uh, the Formula One. You know, we practice. Just practice because we um, didn't have a three-piece suit on. That's no, why we. I, I was I was wearing my Rob Keho <laughs> dirt shirt, and that's a cool shirt. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, it, by is. by yeah. dirt track standards, it's a nice shirt. Yes, it is. Another, people, another USAC walk, driver from. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Rob is. Yeah, and, yeah. But uh, but yeah, and we're walking around, and as people would pass us, they would turn around and, and they would give them like the, what, is, what is that? The hell is that thing? <laughs> 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 It looks like a so kind of open wheels. I don't, what what's the brown stuff that it's throwing? <laughs> Why does that guy got a poop truck on his shirt? That's, that's weird. That's not anybody in this place. I don't get it. No, it anybody was, uh, that had ninety bucks could get in. Yeah. Well, and I told you when we were there, the uh, you know NASCAR because we went to the NASCAR race as well. Yeah, they were there. Um, they were in Texas on the same weekend, and that was hashtag uh, race director money. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Race director paid for that little <laughs> excursion. Um, but no, uh, and that's, in my opinion, why NASCAR, they went after that market, that formula, the, the crowd that we saw at the Formula One race. And they are not NASCAR fans, nor will they ever be. And probably not a good likely that you're going to see them at a sprint car show either. You and know? what did NASCAR do in re- response to the Formula One being there the same weekend? Uh, they changed their weekend. Did all oh, that for next year? They yes, did? they did. It's not on that same weekend anymore. Oh, they're uh, they're ahead of the times. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're ahead of something, all right. No, they're uh, yeah, 
They, they should just make every decision opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Among other, there's other sanctioning bodies that could say the same. You thing. know, our booklet could be really small. It could be like one paragraph. Yep. Don't do what NASCAR is doing. Right. And that can be our renegade brand. Yeah. No. Maybe we should go to segments. That would be better. <laughs> What's a segment? I don't know. I tried watching the race like, uh, at the end of the season. Isn't that available at the concession stand? <laughs> I know that we got yeah, to walk ten bucks. We got to walk around the racetrack at the NASCAR race. We got to walk around. Sean got to geek out a little bit. He got to touch Kevin Harvick's hand. Um, oh God! <laughs> <laughs> no, I just like giving him crap about it. But he, uh, no, and. You know, and good for him. You know, absolutely. I mean, that's absolutely. The, but uh, but I think he took three hundred pictures that weekend. We were only there three days. Right. <laughs> Did he have that much memory left in his phone? <laughs> he didn't. He has no three, way. He had three phones. That Kevin Harvick, who coincidentally won that race, maybe because Sean touched him, um, <laughs> his hand. Um, there's no way that anybody took more victory lane photos than Sean did. And Sean wasn't even in the victory lane with Kevin Harvick. He was in the victory lane himself with you and me. So, you know, there, you know, there's something wrong when we had to leave a hundred laps from the end of the race. Cause we had to catch a flight and we were in a traffic jam outside yeah. the racetrack. Yeah. There's something, there's something really wrong. And, and, and don't get me wrong. I, I, I think NASCAR has potentially got something really huge there. And at one time they did, but something's got to change. I was just going to say, was this the NASCAR race or the Formula no, One? No, the NASCAR race. So it started, it seemed like it started at 8 o'clock in the morning. We were there till 8 o'clock at night. It went on forever. Yeah. And that's just, we don't have that. We don't have that. Uh, attention span? We don't have that anymore. We don't have that attention span. What are we and talking so about? They have to respond. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Wait, Tra- is this your top three? <laughs> we're talking about traffic jams. So somewhere between Formula and One, I got lost. So traffic in Texas was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's no, it's true, and unfortunately, uh, um, you know, the Formula One race was novel just because yeah. it's something you don't get to see, and they are ridiculously fast. But yeah. uh, um, I think that would get old for us, though, too. After yeah, a while. absolutely, it would. Yeah, absolutely, it would. But no, NASCAR is uh, <laughs> unfortunately not something that we have to worry about. No, so I don't think so. When it's ninety dollars to get in for the for the practice. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Um, the one thing they still do right was the beginning, the introduction. The, the NASCAR race, yeah, yeah. The flyover, the prayer, that's the national anthem. That, that was to me. That was that was that, was, that the, was the show. That was awesome. It went downhill from there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we wouldn't have been in traffic and we'd have left at that point. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! But but they do do that well. They yeah. do it very well, and and I I hope that um, dirt track racing can can learn a little bit from that because mm-hmm. they can. Absolutely. Absolutely can. Absolutely. Um, but boy, again, it 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 dragged on and it dragged on. Like this podcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How, we into it by fifteen minutes now. Is Growing. that what it is? <laughs> I know. We, we, you know, we'll get busy and we'll have to skip a couple weeks of podcasting. We'll use, we'll use the rest of this to fill in. Does it mean anything that Randy's Daisy changing four hundred? memory cards together to get all this <laughs> <laughs> no this this computer has a lot of memory built into it and the external hard drive was brand new when i brought it here is, we're is good it, is it supposed to smoke like that yes <laughs> that's, hey well and it's and, the only thing that's keeping me from having a nick fit after two was, hours of being here with you i was gonna say this is a, this is a new podcast record. record on how long we've gone with yeah that. everybody's gonna say well you got a pretty good head start you should just quit now <laughs> 
Yeah, every one of you can have a Merry Christmas. <laughs> I hope you had a Merry Christmas. <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to get Dave's computer Mike. up here for the next one. We we learned about Dave oh, Anderson's our, our our tech director's <laughs> computer. Yeah. He's saying, you know, and, and I'll I'll get it wrong because of, of my lack of technical ability. I was gonna say Luddite ways, but yeah. <laughs> but you know, Mr. Lightsaber over here. Yeah. yeah. Turn the lights out when you leave the room, will you please? <laughs> but no, you know, and, 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 and Dave knows this I'll, I won't be able to relay the story properly, but he's he's telling you know, Terry, you know how uh, most computer computers have like a dual core or a or a quad, quad core. core. This computer's got one thousand four hundred and forty processor, so. whatever that. Yeah, it's got a radiator hooked up to it. Yeah, it's, got, it's liquid it's water cooled. cooled. <laughs> it's liquid cooled. What the hell is he doing with it? Besides um, trying to hack into he, the Pentagon, he's he's got he doesn't have enough bandwidth. An Otherwise, he could have. Uh, he usually has hourly conversations with ET, and that's <laughs> that's that's four galaxies over. So you is got, that why he wears a tinfoil hat? Important. <laughs> 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 we said it. We should have brought this. If we're gonna pick on him. We should have oh, brought him in on, on purpose. He knew what was coming. Oh, he left on purpose. <laughs> He's probably not a listener. He was like, hey, no, thanks no. for the day. Thanks for the pictures. Later. I'm we out. don't have to worry about him listening to this. Thing. No, he doesn't even answer his email, so we do not he have does, to worry He needs about a better him. computer if he wants to listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Liquid-cooled lightsaber doesn't his work. His so powerful, he already listened to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Kaylee's liquid-cooled right now. Have some more... Uh, I, Dr. McGillicuddy's. I, this, I think this is a good Well, now I guess we got to go after them for some sponsor money. <laughs> <laughs> They'll We're probably just hand us a case of thing. butter shots and say, shut up. <laughs> <You're right>. <laughs> <laughs> um, bef- before we do go, though, because um, I'm assuming you're trying to segue us out. Um, I am just doing whatever the hell. We're into the end of this thing. We're, we're, well, we're like an hour and 56 minutes into this oh, so BS fest. Two so. hour thing. Oh, uh, I'm just kind of dragging it we out. Got so four whole minutes. Four minutes. What do you want to talk about? Uh, I do want to peanut mention butter and jelly sandwiches. What will be I on believe. toast? <laughs> <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> it's like the Tim Conway no. elephant story. Yeah, I got, Randy, not somebody's done. calling your name. Down the hall. <laughs> That's oh, my pack of that's cigarettes. What <laughs> that's what we tell Jim whenever he starts going. We say, Jim, your phone's ringing. <laughs> I think, Randy, I think I hear something wrong with your car. Want to go check it out? I don't own a car. <laughs> okay, your truck. That's no, his fault. So we have, we have what, what I think will be the most shareable podcast. Uh, guest coming up, um, which will rival the Ron Bernhagen, um, oh, you know, please. of of the twelve people that listen. I think I the know Renegades on Dirt is doing their with. public service. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What we is are it? actually sitting down in studio very soon with an instructor from a, a vocational technical truck driving school, Kaylee, myself, and a state trooper DOT officer. Oh. That is a fantastic idea. And if that doesn't get us sworn at, sworn with, and what we think maybe it's be like a cage match between the truck driver and the <laughs> <laughs> like, square off, and we're just gonna do like play by play. That is fantastic because I carry with me a little pamphlet about what the right. teams have to follow when it comes to DOT, and right. many of them don't have any idea. Right. Of what they can be well, pulled over for. And this this was actually something we had talked to this trooper about doing before as a video segment. But the bosses that, that weren't real cool with that 
because there's no way to keep updating that video. But with the podcast, we can get them into the studio, do things, remind people that this is as they stand now. On this date in you know, January, whatever, 2020. And, and the podcast is a lot easier to break down into three or four minute snippets that we can put on social media mm-hmm. and put it on the Department of Public we, Safety. We need, to, and we need to solicit the teams ahead of time to say on Facebook, send us well, a question. Well, well, actually, what well, we're thinking was... That's because we've gotten rid of them with this podcast. This, this guy actually knows... A, <laughs> Come back, please. This guy actually knows a bunch of the racers in the area and knows the problems that the racers face. And he's very cool. I mean, he let... I mean, he let some stuff slide. I mean, I just shouldn't, I shouldn't well, say it that way. <laughs> now you're no, trying no. to get him in trouble. No, no. What I, what I mean to say is that he uh, he doesn't he doesn't nail guys to the wall. Yeah. He when he stops you, and the reason I ended up talking to him the day that we that we decided this, um, Randy had uh, had talked to him before, and then we kind of lost touch with him for about a year, and. We were actually picking up a trailer on the side of the road, and here's the DOT guy sitting right by our trailer. My guys are like, oh, I ain't picking it up. Well, I'm not picking it up, you know, because, you know, this guy's just going to crucify you as soon as you to that trailer, right? And so I thought, well, you know what? What are you going to do? I walked over and, like, knocked on the window like, hey, bud, we're going to pick up that trailer. So if you want to inspect it, like, now would be a good time, you know? And he's like, oh, no, I'm just, I'm just hanging out here, you know, watching. It was a construction area, so watching traffic or whatever. But uh, I... I noticed his name on his badge and I said, wait a minute, you talked to my guy and we, and he said, I remember that, you know, I, were we doing, I want to do that. And, uh, and so Randy contacted him and, and, but like I said, I mean, he's, this is not the guy like, you know, Johnny law that we're all afraid of. This guy is real. He understands our problems. Um, and, and yeah. the one thing that, that persuaded me, but he told me that day, um, and that, you know, solidified this, we have to do this is, uh, he said once don't give away the quote. <laughs> okay, well, cliffhanger. <laughs> Don't give away the quote. We want that to come straight from him. Okay, well, he's going to be able to educate. <laughs> it, yeah. it, th- that's the whole purpose There's, of the podcast. Absolutely, we look There's, at this as uh, this is a pain in the butt. You know, the rules are changing. We never, you know, why don't they tell us the stuff? Whatever. But but what he's going to tell us that day is going to is going to make so much sense, and mm-hmm. it's going to get everybody. Uh, and why they do it on board. And yeah, it's, I mean, it's just, it was, it was the aha moment when he said it to me and we deal with the stuff a lot with, with the fence company and whatever. I mean, we're always, always pulling trailers and always out there doing stuff. And um, there's a lot more to it than what, and especially in the world we live in. And it was interesting to me because I brought it up with Jason today Mm -hmm. when he came in for his pictures and Paul was standing there and I brought up this podcast with him because we're supposed to do it real soon. And we started talking about some things back and forth between the three of us. And there were things that I kind of understood that Paul knew that Jason was unclear on mm-hmm. or didn't realize. Jason's, affected. The, Jason's the instructor. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not real sure which school he's at right now. Uh, I know he's bouncing between the two. Starting in Alex Techs. Yeah. But I don't want to. Tag him to one place or the other yet. <laughs> God. But allegedly. <laughs> but it was interesting to me that there were some of the rules that the instructor didn't know mm-hmm. because they didn't pertain to the big trucks. Right, a semi. Yeah. You know. But well, there, yeah. there were things that uh, a CDL class instructor didn't know 
needed to be done for the lower vehicles. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's a lot to know. Really? Oh, There's yeah, it's, it's ridiculous, and it seems overwhelming, especially when you're sitting on the side of the road trying to figure out why you're not allowed to pull your own trailer you know, to the racetrack or whatever. So, But, I mean, when we're talking about what is there in Minnesota, 10,000 racers at least, not necessarily just Northern Renegades or UMSS. There's only 9,000 Renegades or so. <laughs> well, I hope there's that many fans anyways. But there's got to be like 10,000 racers in Minnesota, and everything varies from – the half ton or three quarter ton pickup truck with an open trailer and a four wheeler on it <clears throat> to the guys with the big old Kenworth, yeah. yeah, you know, hauler with a track stacker trailer and full blown 18 wheeler semi type. So to answer what you said, Terry, the, I think the, the concept is cause he's so positive about this is to do the segment, get the bulk of the information out, then say, Email us. Email us your questions, yep. and who knows? Maybe you start like a Ask the Trooper segment, or every, or you just, you come back a month later and have a follow up. Yeah, yeah, and that that's the whole plan is because the rules don't stay the same all year round, and they do change at different times during the year. The bulk of them change around the first of the year, but there's some state level stuff that can change at any given time. How do you keep up with that? So this is going to be a really interesting podcast. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. And I think I think there's a lot of it that gets lost. Mm, I agree. Because people can't keep up with it unless their j- job is specifically keep us up to date on our DOT safety requirements. And we're all there's, busy. We all have jobs. We all have families. We want to just get the car into the trailer and get to the racetrack, and you don't even think of that stuff. Right. Well, and it'll be fun because I'm going to drink a lot during that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> More than you did tonight? <laughs> I will I, I will call so, the trooper the, tomorrow morning and tell him to make sure he has his breathalyzer here. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going on unless you're an 08 or, or better. <laughs> you're boring otherwise. <laughs> you really think you can get through two cases of McGillicuddy's next time? Oh, cases. there we go. Oh, <laughs> wait for the sponsor, man. <laughs> <laughs> so what was his text you were trying Dr. to Dr. McGillicuddy's creating quality well, podcast trying since to 2019. Tell somebody that I'm still here <laughs> and I haven't <laughs> left yet when I promised I'd leave a long time ago. <laughs> well, tell him I said, you're snowed in. We're working on it. And didn't he have something to do with the WikiLeaks? <laughs> I don't really even know what that means. Isn't that? I, isn't I thought it was witness protection something. Oh no, that's Wikipedia. <laughs> I don't. I can't. What's the difference? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I'm don't not, look at me. That's I'm not, I'm not doing the education on Snowden. <laughs> Are you? Oh boy. Oh, <laughs> I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Well, I say. I've gone back to drinking, by the way. <laughs> good, good night, Kaylee. <laughs> he who last laugh. Oh. <laughs> Takes the longest to get the joke. Right. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's fairly <laughs> normal for him. <laughs> huh? Second. Second place all the time. <laughs> in all Pink facets dress. of life. We're not still talking about the top three for you, are we? <laughs> no. <laughs> we can. We, we can. I'll start over again. No, don't get Brightzilla started. <laughs> 
And, and my 18th top three moment is... I'll tell you another thing. <laughs> it's actually a World Outlaws moment from 1974. I wasn't even born yet, but hey, check this video out of Doug Wolfgang being a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what this sport needs is more personalities like Doug Wolfgang. It, it needs uh, more personality. Period. And Jack Hewitt. I agree. Oh, I totally yeah. agree. Jack and, Hewitt. No, hey, Tony you're going to run the bottom. You might as well get a regular job. <laughs> that's one of my that's favorite that's perfect. <laughs> You might as well work a regular job. I think, I think that's another advantage, though, of taking the wings off the cars. Is you, when, you're, when you're out there, you can see somebody sawing at that wheel. Um, it, it, it becomes more... It's, is it, it exciting for you? It's, it's more per, no. We, uh, from you know, tell, I'll tell you what. From the from the grandstands, it's not anywhere near as exciting as for as you for you guys in the, in the cockpit. It's it, it's boring. It, it, lots of times I, I fall asleep. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> we, clearly, why you don't remember? You're talking about having your own more personalities. We got one right here. He's in our announcing booth, and he touches every person that's at the race. That wait night. a minute, but, but he can't remember. He can't <laughs> remember voice. He can't remember through, the through half he, of a hair. Oh length. yeah, yeah, yeah. He re- I'm taking this away from you, Kaylee. He reaches out and touches all of them. Hashtag family show. <laughs> wow. You can just get rid of that, Randy. Are you are you segueing us out? Yet? <laughs> when is this going to end? I'm just going to hit mute on your mic here pretty soon. I won't stop. I'll keep talking. <laughs> Don't tell him it's full. Do we have to drive you home? Mike's been no, muted the no, whole time. No, no. Yeah. I just I, I'm, I'm not, you know, I I am enjoying myself. So, I, I honestly have not had that much to drink, but but this was fun. This was a blast. Some I, of that I, evaporated, Ron. I did I did mute you in the program, just not on the board. So you think you've been talking to everybody the whole time? That's fine. That's fine. Hey, when when this whole thing goes under, don't come crawling back. In here, right? oh, I don't want to hear it. So, now we find out who's the straw that stirs the drink. It all falls apart without the fifteen e. The problem with that. Randy, is they can hear him through my mic. No, uh, <laughs> these mics are better than that. They're obnoxious proof mics. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good time, guys. Good yeah. Time. No, no, thank good you guys time. so much for coming Our all pleasure. the way up here. And, Our pleasure. Uh, and joining us. And uh, thank you, Randy, for hauling all this equipment. Thank you, Randy. Out of our luxurious it. studio in your limousine. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, having your driver cart it all in for us. <laughs> we had to load up the Learjet because yeah. it was over the capacity of the limousine. Yeah, well, that's I mean that's what you do at the airport all the time. Can right? you bring yeah. me home tonight, Randy? <laughs> do you Ew. do you know how to perish? I I feel unclean all the time. <laughs> Suddenly I feel unclean. <laughs> was Terry reaching out to you? Uh, no, Ron just asked me to take him home. <laughs> It's because he's nervous about Terry. <laughs> how, how long are your legs? <laughs> uh, can you reach and on that note, <laughs> and on that note, we're going to thank Ron Bernhagen and Terry Leonard's for joining us here tonight as we kind of recap the year and just kind of BS our way through two hours. That's what we normally do. Yeah, we're glad that you tuned in and listened along. Thanks again to Palmer's Tavern for their support all season long and throughout the race season. Old World Meats, the Rizudlo family down in Duluth, a great bunch of people, great food products, been in the business 75 years, and they're just going to keep on doing it.
and liquid nitro energy drink. The energy drink that helps get you to the finish line, and that's no bull. Thank you, Matt Bull. <laughs> <laughs> I was yelled at for mentioning his name before. Oh, boy. Get that rid of that. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Maddie's laid back a little bit. This is the Renegades on Dirt, and we will see you after the new year. You're cracking dome, Monday morning, coffee, strong corn, everything you got into a paycheck Friday night. Your power stroke, diesel, backhoe ride.